0: No exposure, I just want to be a loner Uh, Some can't stay sober Looking over all their shoulders Like moving boulders just to get Out of the home, it sucks I've had enough, I don't want to feel the stuck Under the rug All my problems that I shove I got nightmares in my head I fear that the Tough, I just need to feel like the answer inside for me, but let's be really, really anxiety can foggy all this stuff. I've been feeling weird, I can't see your focus good enough. Nothing's really clear. Sometimes it could be a little tough. I just need to feel like the answer inside for me, but let's be really. Yo, can
1: foggy all this stuff. what up?
0: We finally feel
1: like giving up. Oh, God, what up? What up? What up? How's my guys? What's happening? Hey guys, I'm Johnny. Welcome to the show. Guys, welcome in. Come on in, guys. We're going to talk tonight. I have to get the chat box color right, which means I have to disappear it and reappear it to reset it because it's kind of, you know, at random on its color scheme. And I can't do purple. I couldn't do the green. I couldn't do the light. Let's see what it does next time somebody chats. Hopefully it'll turn a color we can live with. Who the fudge is in here, guys? Shadrock, good to see you. News enthusiast just subscribed. Oh, the damn green chat box again. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to customize my chat box, guys. That means I gotta look up the code on how to do that. I don't know why it's going green. It shouldn't be, it needs to get to red. Anyways, who's in here? Shadrock, what's up? Lumberluck. Howdy John, YouTube is really cracking down on creators. 50% of the earnings theirs. So yeah, it's a good way to kill uh, YS or YT, so to speak. Yeah, this is a problem I have uh, a lot with YouTube right now. This is why I try to tell people if you want to donate, donate to the Cash App. If you got to use YouTube, use YouTube. That's fine. I'm grateful for the donations either way. But yeah, YouTube's screwing me. Cubing Speed, good to see you. Bingus, good to see you. John, some of these YouTube shorts you're making are brutal and funny and truthful at the same time. Guys, if you like my shorts, believe it or not, those are all from the 700 and something videos that are on my channel like not the live streams, but go to the videos tabs. There's literally 600 videos of me reacting to other people's reaction videos and or TikTok videos, etc, etc, etc. But if you like the shorts, all of those videos in their entirety are back on my channel. If you want to go back and watch some of the old stuff or go to the MGTOW playlist or all of those videos are in there. But good to see everybody. Thanks, Bingus. Appreciate that. Raw, Beth Davis in the house. Rusty Rivers, good to see you, sir. Rusty in the house, boys. (laughs) I'm not sure why the sound on that was so muffled. That was weird, though. For some reason, the sound on that was low. Let's see. Hello, John. Did not get a notification. Cush, I posted about 45 minutes ago, my man. Something like that. 30 minutes ago. I hate to hear you didn't get it. News Enthusiast, good to see you. Raw in the building. Good to see you. Jesse Force, I knew you would be here. Sword, the comment I'm going to show in a little bit was right next to your comment, Jesse. One of your comments, Mile High Ronin, good to see you. Hello, hello. The Spot in the house. Doberman in the house. Mountain Monk in the house. Guys, guys. Yeah, there's, there are a lot of moderators here. You got to hang out. You can't come in on day one and say, I want to be a moderator. Give it some time. Give it some time. Don't worry. RP Pope in the building. Good to see you. What is up? What is up? Yeah, I got to get the crackhead melody back. I miss a couple of those melodies, actually. Phil, good to see you. Billy the goat from the other side of the pond. Successful endeavors Love the uh, love guys. Thanks so much. SCE, the master wrench. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Bolo in the building. Good Lord, guys. I think I'm caught up on everyone. Good to see everybody. Let's start today's topic. (sighs) Guys, guys, guys. Did you know that a lot of these women are not a fan of their own children? They're not really a fan. And what I mean is they're not nice to them. They don't. uh... Well, some of them have issues. We'll get into it in a second here. Let's take a look at this for just a brief second here. This is a comment that I received here on my YouTube channel uh, earlier. Don't go bother this nice young lady. I'm sure she's a nice young lady. But look at this comment. Parenting is a lot of work. I didn't know because I would never sign up for that thankless job. Now, understand, guys. Understand this. a couple things about this comment that she posted here. It kind of is a thankless job, but it's not about us, this whole parenting thing. It is a thankless job. Yes, quite frankly, it is. But this was my response to her on that comment. It is a thankless or it is thankless for the fathers as well. But we don't do it for us. We do it for them. I.e. the children, guys. You see women... Men do this for the children. It's not about us. We don't do it in like, I need to be thanked and praised by all. I know, we know a thank you from you ladies as damn near would be impossible, but it would be nice. But it is a thankless job. Nevertheless, though, we men understand this and we accept this, ladies. We understand that this is just is what it is. It's not about us, though. And I feel like I feel like a lot of women in today's modern society don't realize that your life, once you become a parent, it really isn't about you anymore. It's not really. I, I, I know this seems hard to believe, and I don't I don't mean to. I don't want to break any new ground here, guys, but most of you men, and probably some of you women, I see Beth's already agreeing with me, amen, to that. See, a lot of good women, and most men with a spine and a backbone, understand that when you have children, it kind of ceases to be as much about you. So when you make decisions that are selfish or based on your own personal wants or you know, how your genitalia feels around a different person, whether it is or isn't your husband, or whatever the scenario, those decisions would be very selfish because it's actually about the children. Now, again, I know that's crazy, but look at this comment she left. And again, please don't bother this lady. I don't want to, no beefs. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Obviously, she just put it out there and said the truth. Parenting is a lot of work. I don't know because I would never sign up for that thankless job. And Rachel, thanks for your comment. I understand. You are correct. It is a thankless job. But it is absolutely not. <sighs> uh... Let's see what we got here. SCE, John, you got to show that video where she screams parenting is fucking hard. It requires me to be a better person. Oh, I have to look that one up. I think I've seen that maybe on some other channels. I need to look that up. John, your makeup vids are awesome. Thanks, Rusty. I mean, thats they're not really my makeup vids. I mean, guys, my makeup vids are just spectacular, but thank you, Rusty. Yeah, the uh, all those shorts, guys, those are from the 600 channel videos that I have on my channel here on YouTube. If you don't know, go watch them, please. They could use some views and some thumbs up from you guys to get them pushed through the uh, Al Gore rhythm. You know what I mean? It would be helpful. It would be helpful, but there are tons of them if you guys want to watch them. Like if you guys like the shorts, they're, they all come from the past, quite frankly. Also, YouTube's barely been pushing my live streams at all. They barely push any of my regular videos, and they used to, but they really hard-pushing shorts. So you may see me uploading a short um, here in the next day or two. I know you probably haven't seen me doing a lot of work lately. You're probably like, why isn't John live streaming? Why isn't he uploading videos? Why isn't he working and putting out content? He's very lazy. I understand, guys. I get it. I get it completely. I stopped by Good Mother's chat uh, the other morning while she was streaming to say hello before going to work. And then I started uh, after work or during work, I I had scheduled several shorts to upload. And I've scheduled them all to upload every hour on the hour. So uh, new shorts every hour on the hour. I think I've got them scheduled till like three or four in the morning. So I'll have to make some more tonight to get me through another 24 hour period. But I'm going to keep doing that because our views are up substantially. It's just on shorts and they're not really subscribing much, but sometimes they do. But if you see any of my shorts or watch any of my shorts or my old videos, please hit like on them or comment and or both you know, just so we can try to beat the system. I'm doing everything I can on my part. I've uploaded over 24 videos in the last 24 hours. Like I'm doing, that's pretty, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of hard work here on YouTube. Sunflower, good to see you. Let's get back into the nice video here today, guys. Let's get back into it. Uh, say it's this one, no. Yeah. So we just talked about how they, you know, are a little selfish and immature and all this other stuff. I figured we have several videos that are more serious to look at here in a moment, and they're gonna be kind of a serious look at moms and crazy moms and et cetera, et cetera. But I figured for a few minutes, why not watch funny moms failing? Just for fun, just for giggles. <laughs> It just seems like some things don't occur to them. You know, like letting go sometimes. They do have a hard time letting go. I meant of the motorcycle she was running after under the circumstances, but... Oh, here it comes. <laughs> I don't know why they think they're... Oh, gosh. Oh, no. I don't know why they think they're very... um. What's the word I'm looking for here, guys? Uh ambulatory. They think they can move around much better than they, they can. They usually don't know.
2: And don't touch her, guys. <laughs>
1: <sighs> you know what can you say about them? I mean, what can you say about these mothers out here, guys? Anybody? Anyone out there know? (gasps) The mom's idea, I guess, her good idea was to lay down on the thing and... uh, Just do the same thing the kid is doing. That was her good plan for saving her son in that situation. Was to just lay down on the thing and do the same thing. Not move with it. Not try to move her feet in the pattern that it was moving. It's crazy. (laughs) Looks like she's ready for some of you guys. <laughs> Any of you guys able to get your ball in her mouth? Uh, you know, I digress, guys. Dark Blade. <sighs> They're not in great shape, guys. Sometimes it just is what it is. <clears throat> Also, i got to be honest with you, man. Just listening to them making noise and screaming and stuff, kind of bothersome. Kind of bothersome, guys. Here we go. Let's get into it. Tonight, 304s. Do they love their kids? Do they not love their kids? What are they doing out here, guys? Let's take a look at some teen moms who, well, you know, I'm sure they're great moms, and I'm sure it's all about the kids. I'm sure they have the children's best interest at heart. I'm sure that this isn't going to be bad for anyone. Russell Hall, shout out to you. Anime Truth, or True Anime Freak, good to see you. Sigma Speaks, what up, boys? Iridium Kush, damn, we got a bunch of guys in here. Guys, I got to drop a chat link in case y'all want to call in. Look here. I got room for six guests if we need to, boys. I can go four, we can go three, we can go one-on-one. Why does that have, hold up, let me turn this off. There you go. All right. So, yeah, we got room for everybody. Let me get a. uh, uh, What's that thing called? There it is. All right. Let me get this set up and we'll get us a link here. If you want to call in, feel free to call in. If you don't, that's okay too, guys. Won't hurt my feelings, but we got a bunch of people in here. We might as well say hello. Check my DM to you. Where did you DM me at uh, SCE? Because if it was on um, Discord, I don't have Discord installed on my phone. I never get on it. And if it was on Instagram, I can get it there. <clears throat> but I need to, somebody, Rusty, if you have my phone number, give it to SCE. If anyone has SCE's phone number, please give him my phone number. I just don't get on Discord, but I would love to uh, touch base. Success Pool Endeavors. Here's the link, boys. Sorry. There's the link. Call in if you want to. We only got room for up to six people on at one time. We can have a couple though. If you want to. In the meantime, let's get back into these teen moms. Not literally though. Although... At
3: 13. uh. We found out we were pregnant
1: when
3: we were 15. I'm 16 years old and I'm a mother of
4: two. We are teen parents.
1: Huh. Huh. People are definitely... Yeah, let's see who's in here, guys. We got somebody in the green room. Let me get this pulled up, boys. See what we got here. Give me one second to get into the right chat space here, guys. Mm. Mr. Sigma. What's up, brother? Hopefully my voice is not coming through. I do hear you, man. Keep talking for me. Yes, I sure do my man, I hear you great. Everybody put it in the chat, can you hear Sigma okay? If not, let me know and I'll mm-hmm. boost it. I think we can hear you my brother, how you been? Um, we took a day off today just to watch the uh, banking. Yeah, you bring that echo? No, I don't think so. Have you got your YouTube muted? Go ahead. Keep. Li- I'm, it's, you're coming through my uh, – the echo is my fault, but it's coming through my uh, other speakers for some reason, but i got to work on fixing okay.
2: that. Let's see.
1: I actually saw a couple of banks bit today and I knew that a couple more were planned or they were talking about it. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens, man. I mean, we're definitely at a place uh, in the um, economics times anyways, where it's going to be rough on everybody pretty soon. That would be my biggest my biggest concern. I'm trying to fix it on my end, Sigma. I may have to restart the program that I'm using because uh, it's pushing you out through my speakers on my laptop instead of my earphones, which is not your fault. That's actually... Uh, this time it's not my fault. Right, and that's okay. I'm trying to, to see if I can... Uh, I'm wanting to see if I can reset it here in my stream so that it doesn't create an issue, but give me a second here. I'm going to see if I can fix it, but you can still keep talking. I'll mute my microphone in the meantime, but what are your thoughts on the bank situation? I would imagine that's going to be a thing. I mean, once uh, <clears throat> once it gets to the point where people cannot get um you know, food or drink, water obviously is going to be an issue. Yep. Um gas is going to be an issue. Um, that that would be my main concern.
2: Yeah, cuz people get violent real quick. They, they'll strip the 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 shelves of these stores clean. It sounds good now. Yeah, actually, um, I got they'll, it. They'll... sorry. Oh yeah, I mean they'll clean the shelves out of a, a Walmart, you know, in a day. I remember there's that time in somewhere in the south where they had like a glitch with the EBT cards where they were like unlimited and they, they I mean they picked the, the shelves clean in a day. And if that happened, I mean how many people have, you know, a month's worth of food or two months worth of food and this government is so incompetent, you know, that um they're not gonna be able to I mean, even with Hurricane Katrina, a localized disaster, you know, that was and then there was Hurricane Sandy up in New York, those people were we're practically dying up there so it's getting scary you know
1: yeah it really is man i don't know um at what point it's hard to say what the fix is going to end up being but i have a problem i have a feeling it's going to be utter calamity before it's uh fixed
2: yeah that's what i think you know they, they want to move us to like some kind of you know digital currency basically kill the dollar you know, that cloud mm-hmm. and divin right. strategy that's that's always what they've been i mean even Obama, when he got in, you know he you know he expanded the size of the government, the welfare state, all these entitlements, all these bailouts, and now Biden's just doing more of the same thing I mean we printed more money in the last two years or since 2020 than in the entire history of the country so we doubled the monetary supply and then in the high the fastest rate um hikes in 40 years you know since the 80s you know and 80s kind of started out as a disaster so they're doing this all on purpose to kill the dollar um but i don't think people are prepared for the chaos that could emerge from that
1: i'm trying to kind of wrap my head around it to see what ultimately it's going to look like um in the future and i see the with the way relationships are going and the way that employment is going i mean right yeah. now they're having a hard time finding people that want to come in because they could technically stay at home or wherever else they are without yeah. having to leave their house and right we, you know they work from home Right. And, you know, when you think of that, I mean, why would you come in if you could do it on a computer? And that means all of the things that might need to get done on the office end of it that couldn't be emailed in, paperwork, paperwork, somebody has to yeah. come in and do that.
2: Yeah. And those companies are, are you know, they're either leasing those offices. I know um, I work from home, but we have a little satellite office just down the street for me. And uh, what do they say? pay like two hundred thousand dollars a year for this tiny little office or maybe it's more it was it was a lot of money and you know the whole it's empty i go in there all the time you know and completely empty these companies you know are on the hook for you know these large corporate you know estates and that's one of the big um, drivers of this um, Silicon Valley bank that collapsed is, you know, they were really into that corporate um, real estate market, which is now busting all, you know, everywhere. So you know, a lot of these places are empty and there's so it's a massive expense that they don't need. So it's going to really restructure just the whole of society. you know?
1: And think about being one of the guys that like they were saying something along the lines of, if, you know, if you have more than the FDIC insurers, which was like 250,000, if you had yeah. more in that, you know, you were just effed. And, you're you know, effed, I yeah. guess Biden was saying, you know, if you had money in that bank, you know, your money's going to be protected. And in other words, if you're yeah. one of his cronies in Silicon yeah. Valley, you're mm-hmm. going to be protected from this. However, if you were an investor, then you're, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. Well-
2: I discovered something interesting today, a a simple Google search. It's amazing what you can discover just doing simple Google searches. So um, I'd always heard that, right? If you have $250,000, it's guaranteed by the FDIC. Do you know how much money the FDIC actually has on hand to pay out those insurance policies Will blow your mind? 1.27%. So for every $400 that they insure, they have $5 on hand. Wow. So if, the, if there's a massive bet i think they have like a, just over 100 billion right. but there's like nine trillion dollars in deposits nationwide so right. it wouldn't even cover a tiny fraction of a fraction of a percent No, so it doesn't. no yeah so this can scary, you know it's, i mean i'm telling you this is we're, we're about to see something pretty major you know
1: yeah
2: definitely not a good time to have money in in Banks, time, time, good time to get into physical metals and even cryptocurrency. I saw they were all up today.
1: Yeah, crypto scares the the bejesus out of me, but real metal. I mean, gold and silver is always worth yeah. something. That's always a, yeah. a good bet. I mean, yeah. the thing that gets me is if you're, you think about like you're a hardworking guy and maybe you were oh. an investor in this bank because I mean, why wouldn't yeah. you be? I mean, in all this technology right now, Silicon Valley. Obviously, the money's going to be there. there you, know, you feel like that's a safe investment. So you invest in it. Now yep. you're told by the president, well, your money is just a flash fire. It's gone. But we right. just sent a billion more to the Ukraine. I mean, you think right. think about that and you're like, well, why is it that the, the government isn't protecting me on this investment here in the United States in the in the their own banking system? I mean, you know, right. when the president but they recommended. Yeah, exactly. They recommended it when the shit went yep. bank. You know, when it went bad, the president Biden came in and fired everybody at the bank. So it's not like they're right. not saying some some foul shit happened. Yeah. But they're just saying, well, if you're an investor in that bank and you were trying to make a little money in America, you're right if you're somebody exactly. that had money you can afford it so that's kind of a socialist in my opinion look on it where you're like well this investors money doesn't matter at all yeah. but you know we're we're going to spend all this money over here so anyways
2: right. it's scapegoating right because mm-hmm. they they people think like with when um Goldman Sachs and all those you know, during the, the Great Recession, you know, they were leveraged 300 to 1. And I think in some cases, even more than that. And basically, that means for every dollar they had, they were lo- they were betting $300, right? So even the slightest tiny fraction or a percent, they're losing billions of dollars, right? Well, these people were investing in a bank. And this is the, the second largest bank collapse in history. This was a huge bank. It was a, a very um, well-respected bank. and you know, all it was the darling of, cnbc and of course if you're listening to those shows you kind of you know deserve what happens to you but um these weren't scumbag gordon gecko corporate raiders these are just guys like us you know kind of in their middle age preparing for retirement investing in what should be a pretty solid investment which is a bank but because the interest rates rose what that did was they were heavily invested in like 20 year um um uh, bonds, right? There's 20-year bonds. Well, as insurance rates went up, the value of those bonds sank. And it was within just a few months, those, those bonds had sunk so much that it took down their entire balance sheet to where they were basically insolvent. So th- these weren't, you know, like, like I said, these weren't scumbags, you know, day trading on some meme coin. I mean, these people were investing in something that was a healthy, sound investment. You know, it's, it's very sad, you know. Yeah, very sad.
1: I'm going to have to agree with you on that, man, because, I mean, we've seen this coming. We knew this was coming. Uh, People have actively Mm -hmm. fought for this. And sadly, I think it's going to be the um, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to come down to the people that are young and growing up now. I don't think Mm -hmm. that this is going to be. I don't think they're capable of handling the fallout from this in a perfect world where everything runs smooth. It's easy to just show up every day and every, as long as each person shows up and kind of does something, things work. But in in the world we're headed to, if the three or four really key people can't make it in for whatever the reason, that system's going to fail. I mean, we all know a guy or two at work that is keeping that thing running and, uh, you know, so i i think that it's
2: yeah and they've studied kids too and they come out of school come out of college um, um when they come out right in a down economy can they, you they, hold you, on you appreciate... yeah, go for it.
1: i'm so sorry buddy i i apologize that's very rude of me please give me one second somebody ban yeah. that idiot just ban him just, oh, just ban him we're not, we're not going to oh, have no a 10-minute conversation that distracts away from the show News enthusiast, good to see you. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry, Sigma Speaks. Go ahead.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) Somebody's starting trouble, yeah. Um, But they were saying that the the kids that come out of school in a down economy never recover. You know, and and I came out of school just before the the great collapse of 08, so things are really good. Um, But that was back in the day, like you said, like my dad. You show up, you work hard, you're honest, you know, and you've always got a job. But nowadays, the economy is so unstable that, you know, um, job losses happen so quickly. And uh, it's just very hard. And these kids get a, a really bad taste in their mouth for, you know, work. And, and then what ends up happening, what do they do? They turn to the government, keep and they want socialism, you know. And, yeah. and, 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 that, and I, of course, that, you know that's on that's on purpose you you know that that this is all a ploy but people like us who are, who are smart industrious hard working you know we'll always make it but you know i was saying the other day you know these, these young men these young guys coming out you know they they don't they, they they're not taught in school how to survive in this system of things there's no question about it they're not taught about credit the average person doesn't know how much you know if you have a 500 credit score um, which doesn't take much, you know, a couple screw-ups, and you're young, and you, yeah. your credit score sinks. You know, your everything is what 50% more expensive, or double as expensive, you pay twice as much for everything. Oh yeah, you know, you you, yeah. you set yourself up for failure,
1: especially if you're borrowing money to get to it.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's why yeah. I'm
1: I'm really big about not borrowing money over here and uh, avoiding debt and everything else. And if you if anyone that followed my channel a year ago often saw me talk about, you know, I'm I'm not in debt. I don't have a house or a car. Or a, you know, I'm. I may live very simply, but I don't owe anyone any money. And now I do, I owe my ex-wife some money, child support situation, but Mm -hmm. it is what it is. But that's, other than that, I mean, I can definitely tell you like, I I don't have, I finally got to a place where I was paying off things that I owed on and fixing my credit and getting my credit score back. And even though, you know, I might be able to walk out and get a nice shiny new car. I read something that said the average even used car payment now is like four or five hundred dollars. Can a you nice believe that? I had a
2: BMW. I had a BMW, a five series BMW, when I was a kid, and yeah, it was like four hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Now I saw, I saw a girl. She bought a, a car. I couldn't believe it. I was like, the, the person that wrote this loan should be executed. But she was paying like five hundred dollars a month for eighty four months for a car that was like twenty years old. Right. And she was all celebrating on Instagram. I was just like, oh my That financial literacy. The, the kids don't understand what an no. interest rate is. They have no, no clue. 16% interest, you know, 18, 20% interest on a vehicle, and you it's know? It's
1: sad, man. It's really sad when you think about it. I think it was a uh, it was 2000 and i have to look and see i want to say it was like 2016 or 2015 i got a brand new honda pilot it was beautiful right off the showroom floor brand new obviously a very dumb decision but paid for just done just in and out done and uh I, i think uh we actually didn't pay for the whole thing. We paid for like half of it. And then the rest was a payment, but that payment for it was nothing. It was like f- almost 400 a month. And then insurance was nothing. Doable, yeah. So, I mean, it, but obviously we put enough down payment forward on it, but still, when you think about that, if you went out right now and put half of what it was, then, you know, you think about it too. Like that SUV at that time was $2,700 or 27 Excuse me. Twenty-seven thousand dollars, whereas now right. it's It'd thirty-seven, 50, forty thousand. Yeah. yeah, or fifty. I mean, it, who knows? Yeah. An F one fifty is fifty thousand dollars. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, my dad bought an F one fifty back in oh mm-hmm. three, and it was like twenty-three thousand fully. <laughs> Yeah. That was
1: 50 something thousand. <laughs> I remember the old Ford commercials that talked about how yeah. great their Ford, their F 150 series was, and you could come down and get one for under 20,000. And I mean, this was yeah. probably 2000, maybe, but I mean, it was, you could literally walk in, it was 19999, 9, 9, you know, 998. Yeah. They did all them dumb commercials, but yeah. you could actually go and get a nice, and it was back then they were even better built, you know, probably more yeah. sturdy chassis.
2: You got 300,000 miles out of that thing, you know, for a $23,000 truck, you know, and now you 50. I remember talking to a guy on the phone one time. He was all pissed off. You know, he's just like, I had a really, really stressful day. I'm like, oh, I get it. You know, we all have stressful days. He's like, yeah, I just paid. What did he say? He bought like one of the real high end trucks it was almost $100,000, a hundred grand for a wow. truck. And he said the engine blew up within just a couple of months.
1: <laughs> That's like, terrible, man. Can you even imagine, I mean, spending that much money on it and just having to it constantly be in and out of the, uh, you know, with issues?
2: Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, no. it's, everything, is, um, everything is just cheaply made. You know, there's no pride. People don't have pride anymore. You know, it's just it, it, people feel like looters. Like they're just trying to get as much out of the system as they can, be, be damned with the ca- consequences. They don't care about how they – I mean, look at that building – in miami that collapse a yeah. freaking building that happens in china yeah. you know but a building in miami a condo building collapsed killed a bunch of people you know people have no pride
1: you i know? was thinking about this earlier today segment it's funny you bring that up and i was thinking about the very the very essence of that if people don't have the not just the pride but it's people are so hopeless at this moment and i was mm-hmm. in my mind going over the idea of think about like if you could put into like a comical cartoon of how people act when like a parent dies and all the siblings are trying to fight over the money and get all the stuff out of the house. And we, we live in a world right now where people are so desperate to have a little bit of something or income or, or anything that, you know, even a parent dying uh, brothers and sisters will turn against each other et cetera, et cetera. And the, well, I, he said I can have this, and I'm supposed to get this, and this is worth a lot of money. and It's really sad. I mean, it, it, everyone is so hopeless that anyone, there's no I, – I think um, it was best said by, like, the Roman Empire. If you want to rule over people, give them bread and a circus. Yep. You know, there's the old saying of people are so dumb right now. And shout out to Coach Greg Adams for bringing that up because I hear him say it a lot. Um. This is just what it is. I mean, people are dumbed down and they're hopeless and they're depressed. And the ones that aren't depressed are literally on head meds that are altering their way of thinking and their endorphin system with dopamine flooding their brain. I mean, it's hard to for them to really care because they're content, you know? Yeah. Um,
2: People have become monsters, you know, and it, it's because it kind of harkens back to the, you know, MGTOW, right? It's, you know, we always talk about the risks of, you know, being divorced, raped, and, you know, w- women murder their husbands all the time. But women yeah. murder their own children yeah. for life insurance policies and stuff, you know, I mean, so even if you are that guy and, you know, you got some career or whatever you make a lot of money she'll just murder you to take that money yeah. just so that she can bang some guy with a six-pack it's it, it, yeah people, you know, i remember something that the apostle paul said he said in the last days you know he was going to kind of describe the mental attitude of people in the last days and you know the first words he said were men would be lovers of themselves Right. Of you know, all the things he could have said. He didn't say they were greedy or degenerates or violent, you know. He said they would be lovers of themselves. And that's so true. I quote that all the time because he couldn't have more accurately described the, the system that we, that we all live in. And, you know, you've got to keep your head on a swivel nowadays, you know.
1: I'm actually looking something up. Sorry for the typing, Sigma, but I oh, think please. it's interesting that you said that. But this is um, something that uh, I think is interesting. One of the things of the uh, satanic church is, and I'm looking for it, is it's centered around the love of oneself, to put oneself at the top of everything, over over everything. It's literally there to be kind of a, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Narcissism. Yeah, narcissism, um, narcissism. just all of the selfish behaviors in general let me get this uh set up here i apologize i see we got rusty waiting on us back there rusty rivers hang on one second buddy i'm coming to get you out so we can get you on the show
2: Get your yeah. name in it's there. that kind of hedonistic, because it, it all stems from that nihilism, right? You know, live today, or what do you say, eat or drink, eat and drink today. For tomorrow we die. People have no. My ex was like that. You know, like me, I'm all about the future. Let's build. Let's have savings. Let's buy a house. Let's get a cabin. Let's get a jeep in case all hell breaks She didn't care. She'd piss it all away right now because you know there is no tomorrow. Right. It's
1: Crazy. Rusty.
2: Wearing a cowboy hey, can hat. can everybody
1: hear me? Yes, can you sir. Hear me? We
0: can see you, too. Loud and clear. What the fuck are you motherfuckers doing up in this damn place? Just <laughs> a damn, it's a bunch of damn
2: criminals. <laughs> Hold on. Where's my glasses?
0: What's going on, buddy? How's <laughs> oh. your day? Oh, good. Oh, wait. Sigma's getting his glasses?
2: Watch out. I What's already
0: here? got mine. uh Shout out to gone with john here What's we go up? you ready
2: What's oh,
5: up? Gosh, here we go. oh shit <laughs> yeah oh,
2: now it's now with the panel thank you now boys it's the panel <laughs> thank you thank you thank
0: no, you no i uh yeah john uh i only had one thing to say Please. or one point to make yes sir and that is when sce suck cesspools endeavors is in the chat nobody that has a moderator status Should make an individual Decision Right, They should wait And see what uh, SCE does I would um, I get on board with that Yeah SCE I've been following him For like you know almost three Years and uh, He's the one That has taught me How to be an Efficient moderator And yeah. so if I ever find myself in a chat with SCE, I don't make any individual decisions. I, you know, kind of wait and see what he has to say about the situation. Yeah. And uh, that guy, that yeah. uh, news guy, uh, he was just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. I think That was a little bit too much.
1: I think that's somebody I banned about a week or two ago for doing the same exact thing. I mean, it was literally, they came in, they had never been here before, and they were like, I want to be a moderator, and I'm like... Like, we don't know you. Yeah, one, you (laughs) got to hang out for a while. Two, I'm chilling and trying to do a live stream. I can't look over and see that shit every five minutes. So anytime y'all see that, you know, you guys um, refer to SCE, and if he's not here, one of you guys just get rid of it, because we... If I'm uh, yeah. if I'm doing the stream and and people are chatting, I'm I'm trying to talk to Sigma. I'm reading the chats and I'm I'm trying to interact with the chats that I can without interrupting yep. my man who's speaking because that would be rude. But uh, when that you know when he's doing something like that, he's taking the show away from all of the other brothers in the chat. And uh, yeah. you know whether it's because he wants a wrench or just to be a douche, uh, that's got to stop.
0: Yeah. But I just wanted to tell everybody that, uh, you know, that may not be familiar with SCE, uh, he is the master wrench. And, uh, you know, before you go and do anything, if you're ever in a chat with SCE, just kind of follow his lead. Watch what he says. Watch how he does it. And that's usually the best policy.
1: Yeah, love it, man. Yeah, he's always he's the man. That's for sure. That's why everyone gives yeah. him the respect. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. cool. That, that's all
0: I want. That's all I wanted to say. I, I'll jump out and get back in the chat, John. Okay, and Sigma. Buddy. Good no. to
2: see you again, sir. Good to see you, Rusty. Okay. That okay. was uh, on Bullet Stream. I was waiting for you to hop on, but uh, yeah, we Well, you. I
0: I had I had uh, a medical issue. Oh no, uh, Sigma. You all right? And uh, there's only a handful of guys in the Manosphere that know what that is. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, anyways, I conveyed that information to Bullets, and I tremendously apologize for oh, that's okay. not that's okay. yeah, being able to get Take on. Take care of your health. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. You only get one body. Got to make the yeah. most
0: of it. <laughs> Got to make it last. But, uh, anyways.
1: God bless all y'all. God bless, Rusty. Thank you, brother. All right. Thank bye. you. Bye, bye. See you later, buddy. Yeah, brother. Oh man, Rusty's just the best, Sigma. Shout out he to is. Cal, not Superman. Thank you, brother Cal. It's always great to see you, sir. I love when you come into my streams. I wish you'd come in every day, my man. Thanks, Cal. Appreciate you. We'll go keep it going. Sigma speaks. What's the answer to this financial situation for us, man? I mean, obviously, people aren't learning. We're doing the same things that caused the 2008 housing market yeah. crash. And I just saw the other day where the Biden administration is now saying, now we're going to offer, I think it's a 40 or 50-year housing mortgage. So now instead of <laughs> a third, I'm not kidding you, man. I wish I was kidding uh, you. I know it's you laugh at it like it's a joke, but I'm serious. They were saying... Well, now we've got these new loan deals where we're going to give you a half a percent better, or whatever the number was, and we're instead of 30 years to pay it off, you can have—I can't remember if it was 40 or 50—but still, why not
2: make it 100? Why yeah. not, you know, pass it right on to your children like a debtor's clone? Yeah, I mean, the the big—what I think the big problem is—is is, is that there's no fear of the consequences. Like, if you, you look at the French Revolution, you know, when, when the people had enough, they started lopping off heads, you right. know. And these people, we look at 08, what did they say? One guy went to jail for just doing something that everybody did every single day of the week, you know, and he went to jail. Nobody went to jail and the government backstopped it, you know. So I think a lot of it starts with, you know, financial education, you know, and teaching. Like, I remember my father telling me when I was a kid, he goes, you safeguard your credit." He said, you protect that just like you protect your reputation, you know, and I was never taught that in schools. I didn't know how a credit score worked, you know, I didn't know any of the, you know, and credit is not a complicated thing to to master and to, I mean, I've seen people go from a 500 credit score up to a 700 credit score in a year. You know, it's not complicated. It's not rocket science, you know, and, but I think it starts with education and, and the fact that people will go out and sign up for these things. Um, you know these. Um, I remember the the no the, the ninja loans back in '08. You know, at, at a certain point, people have to take financial responsibility for their own decisions. You know, you don't have a job, you don't have any income, right? And and yet you're taking out a, a loan for a five hundred thousand dollar house. That's crazy. Um, so it, it, a lot of it's education, but also the government needs to stop backstopping these crises that emerge from the corruption, right. let it burn to the ground. But of course then it's a political thing, right? They don't want to be the president that, you know, oversaw a financial collapse. You know, right. and of course it sinks the part. So so there's that. But also I think criminal charges against the people that, that do these things, because I guarantee you, if you look at the books, that SVB bank, whatever it's called, um, all the the heavy hitters the the certainly the executives and I they got their money out and probably were shorting the stocks all the way down you know and, that, mm. and that's what we need to do and when, when people start really like Bernie Madoff you know he he went to prison okay you know a few years left of his life you know what's the real what's the real harm in China. They execute people. I don't know if you know this, but in China, the, the corruption, people get executed for that. And there, there was some billionaire that he did something corrupt, screwed people over, and they executed him. I'm sure they harvested his organs, too, and got some money out of him in the process, you know, this mobile execution van. So, you know, it, it, as long as the taxpayer will, will, will cover the fraud and um, no one actually goes to jail, there's, there's no fear, you know.
1: Yeah, And they're getting pretty much dared to fly higher, quite frankly. I mean, if you if you think about it with the government doing this. And I mean, I remember when they were giving out those loans back in the day, it was literally to the point where the requirements were so low at one point. I had a friend that went to get a loan and they didn't actually need any. They didn't need to verify his current employer. They just needed a paycheck stub within the last like two years. So he could, he, I'm not even kidding you, man. I wish I could tell you that was a joke, but he he told me, he's like, it's funny. He said, I don't know if it's, I'm in with the right loan company or what it is. And I was like, well, what's your concern? You know, if they're going to give you the loan. What's the problem? And he's like, well, they, they said they needed to see a paycheck stub within the last two years, or they needed four paycheck stubs within the last two years. And he said, that's they, crazy. and I was like, and that's when I was like, well, can they all be from, you know roughly 23 months ago all in that month is cuz if that's right. the case that's not really cool and he's like yeah yeah no it it's totally fine they'll allow that and i'm like how is that allowed how does that work
2: yeah imagine renting an apartment you know i they here they, i had to show proof of uh, of of uh of my employment but also the last like two months worth of pay stubs you know yeah you know, but yeah, and then we have obviously we haven't learned our lesson. You know, they're, they're man the the way they do these loans nowadays, uh, it's it's scandalous. You know, and yeah, people you know should know better. But you know, if you're dangling a a loan to a house in front of somebody, they're going to do whatever they have to do to to sign up for that.
1: Right, you know? and I mean the other part of that too is that you know um, is there problem offices? All of the the people they dangle it. In between these, in in front of these people, like they're dangling this constantly. Oh, look! Yep. You can afford a house. You're gonna have is the best house. Opposite? We're gonna get you a house. For this, it's gonna be no problem. You'll be able to afford it. And most of these people cannot afford this. Right. And, and the sad thing is, they keep selling this dream to humans. Where well, you is can have the, the the gas guzzler, and you can have the the this, and you can have the shit. <laughs> It looks like a, there's a super chat war going on, so if you'll forgive me for laughing. But Oh, please. Uh, yeah, I think that um, – I don't know how many times the, the button's gotten hit there, but I'm, I'm losing count. You can't continue to pile on the same thing that's that crashed problem? the last hundred years' worth of um, American – people this is destroyed people and people keep trying you used to be able to afford this like a dad could make fifty thousand and support the entire yeah. family yeah. and y'all could all have everything and it was no big deal it looks like some of those went through twice so sorry guys um you can't do that anymore in fact now the wife's got to have a job the dad's got to have a job nobody yep. has time for the kids and the kids get left yes. behind that's who really mm-hmm. suffers. And by the time they realize what's happened, shes they want a divorce. She might is probably going to get the house. They're probably in debt up to their eyeballs. The father probably will have to file bankruptcy, whatever the next case is. And by that time, their, yep. their poor kids have been through this war zone of the American dream, trying yep. to continue to make it happen. Aaron, I see you back there, buddy. Give me one second. I'm going to bring you on.
2: Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and again, like you said, and, and it almost seems, you know, because I remember Elizabeth Warren, I hate her guts, obviously, Focahontas, sure, you know, I've course. got more Native American in me than her, but she wrote a, an article, and it was actually very accurate, it was called The Two Income Trap, is and, she, and this is, she wrote this years ago, and she predicted all of this, she talked about how, you know, both, you know, parents would, would leave the house, and it would affect the, the children, and, you know, if, if children are being left unattended by their parents, They can get into all kinds of shenanigans, and and I think that's what these people want. I mean, it's clear they're they're predators. It's clear they're pedophiles, and they target children. Everything they do, they do to to sexualize children. And so, you know, forcing both parents to work work two jobs, you know, that's just just creating this this highway of, of just vulnerable, lonely children that are just like lands to the slaughter you know? good to see you guys okay. i can't hear anything oh, i can hear you now
1: here's planting oh there you are. hey buddy sorry yeah, buddy. I can hear you, sorry bro. sigma this is my buddy aaron uh planting freedom nice to meet you. very very cool youtuber here he's the reason i got started making youtube although his content was different back in the day so how you doing yeah. man
4: doing good buddy doing good
1: yeah where are you at
4: oh i'm at um The, uh, the condo.
2: Oh, okay. That's sick. I was like, what a sick That's the one down
4: at the beach. um, Nice. The one we've, we've got down at the beach.
1: So this will be interesting to get your take on this because I obviously know, you know, I've known you since before you were the businessman that you are now. Um, Shit. What do you, uh, (laughs) what do you... What is your take on all this, man? How do you think this will affect you? Will this have an effect on some of the the rental properties or the, you know, not bed and breakfast, but what's it called? The word I can't ever remember? Airbnb. Airbnb. Yes. Thank you. Your thoughts, sir?
4: I, I think things are going to get tough for a lot of people, man. I think for a lot of people that, you know, built this house of cards over the past 20, 30 years of making 150000 a year and living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know, now they're wanting to, you know, it's like, where have you guys been? You know, where have you guys been? I got a buddy of mine uh, started talking to and stuff like that. And he's been homesteading, been out in the woods and everything like that. And he said he's got all kinds of people that he's been trying to convince to get some chickens, maybe grow a garden. Just now in the last few months, man, it's like it's like it seems there's there's a buildup of things going on right now i'm seeing the level of stress and tension just driving around or going to the grocery store you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah people people are tense man you know things are tight but at the same time i mean i mean we're in 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 the grand scheme of things it was a good run we're all poor peasants if your grandparents were poor farmers there's no reason for you to be running around living like you're a king you know what i mean it's like it's not like you came from money you know what I mean? Just because you've got good credit, and a, you know, $200,000 home in a mortgage payment doesn't mean that you're, you're wealthy. You know what I mean? That house of cards that I talked about, it's just, it's, it's a matter of time, you know, and I see a lot of it starting to happen right now,
1: Have you know,
4: interest down? rates, interest rates can go up, but you're not going to see when you want to talk about real estate, you're not going to see a flood of homes start hitting the market until people start losing their jobs. Over the last shit, almost 10 years, rates have been record low. Nobody's going to get rid of it. They can't replace what they've got at 3% that they bought six or seven years ago. I mean, they bought the house for 150 grand at 3%. Would they like to leave? Yeah. Would they like to cash in because now it's worth two and a quarter or 250? Of course they would. But to replace that house, first of all, they don't own it. You know, they still got a mortgage payment on it. So they might be able to walk away with a hundred grand, but all they would be doing would be replacing that house for this, for an an overinflated other one. And with a super high interest rate that nobody can really afford. So a lot of people are they're they're stuck in place. They might, might, when they might want to leave, they might want to cash out, but you don't have to worry about a lot of homes hitting the market. Everyone's talking about this real estate crash. It ain't going to happen until everybody starts losing their jobs. And I told some people about a year and a half, about two years ago, I was like, the, you'll know when the shit hits the fan, when you start hearing on the news about all these Walmarts closing down. Mm-hmm. I even had my own dad tell me, he said, that, that'll never happen. I said, exactly. Right. I said, exactly. I said, when Walmart starts closing down, they take pounds with them. And it shows the fact that the cheapest shit in the country for sale, people can't afford right now.
1: Right. And that's you know the I mean? scary part. Like,
4: yep. And uh, but pe- nobody's changed their situation. Nobody's looking far enough down the road like, hey, I've, I've depleted my savings. We're into our credit cards right now. Yep. Maybe we should not have 250 channels on satellite when half the time we stream. Maybe we should start living within our own means. You know, everybody has such a super high standard of living that their quality of life is, is nothing. If you would just say, "Hey, I'm happy with just living in a tent out in the woods," anything else is a bonus. Your quality of life would be fantastic. But if you think you deserve all these different things, that you need that new car, you need that new house, your quality of life is going to go down drastically because now you're working your ass off just to pay for it. You don't right. see your wife, you don't mm-hmm. see your kids. There's tension there. You know, now you're now you're ready to get divorced. You know, and all of it is just building this house. You don't live within your own means. How many people, you know, produce anything that make anything, you know what I mean? It's like, no, 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 I I mean, just anything like maybe you grow some tomatoes. You used to grow a shit ton of tomatoes. But I mean, just anything like the guy that makes doorknobs, like custom doorknobs or something, you know what I mean? It's like everybody's in the service economy. All I do is repair crap. You know, when I do odd jobs and stuff like that here and work in people's condos and stuff, you know what I mean? It's like the refrigerator don't work, pull it out. The three hundred dollar job, there's a paper plate stuck behind the blower. It can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just to be honest, just tell them, man, it's like, look, I'm not gonna charge you all that. She got a paper plate stuck back there, dude. You know,
1: you know what gets But it's just
4: that it it's is. that level, man. It's it, that level. People they're not capable of doing anything for themselves
1: anymore. That's because these corporate just overlord companies have come in like Blockbuster, like Walmart, like you name it. If you think back like to video stores, back in the day, all the video stores were like little bitty mom and pop owned, little yep. bitty nothings. And then there was the movie galleries. And then you were like, wow, okay, that's a bigger company. And then there was Blockbuster. And before you know it, Blockbuster's gone and you can't rent a damn video anywhere. And Well, now all that's online and that's good. But remember, you guys probably remember like bookstores were a really romantic thing. And I don't mean romantic men and women. I mean, like you went into a bookstore and you found like a book and it was a book that you might not find in every other book. But you go into a bookstore now and it's like a chain bookstore and they have the same brownie as the one in you know Arlington. And it's these same books that they've said, we need these books on the shelf in our bookstore. And you can't ever find like some special, you used to could like go into a bookstore and find a book that was, no one knew about no one had ever seen it or heard about it. And you'd show it to a friend and he's like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, yeah, man, look at this, this is a cool book. And I know that I'm I'm old enough to show my age there. But this is what's happening with. Wolf. Well, when that same thing happens with Walmart and Walmart says, fuck it, we're out of here. Where do we go buy yeah, pillowcases yeah. then? Right.
4: exactly they ran everybody else out right you know what yeah. i mean it's 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 like they used to be the butcher there used to be the hardware store mm-hmm. you know what i mean they got squeezed out because no one's going to pay five dollars for a hammer when they can get from walmart for $2. 50 or three right
1: and you it's knew that guy. you knew the butcher you knew his name yeah
4: and it's like uh-huh. i mean you you're sometimes you're willing to pay more for that type of service or that you know or just to support them and stuff like that you know what i mean but You know, I love capitalism, but capitalism leads to consolidation. And eventually it's like the guy at the top, you know, Coca-Cola owns them all. You know, how many, how many, how many soda companies back in the day did Coca-Cola buy out that they're sitting on recipes from little mom and pop soda companies in the hills and hollers of West Virginia, you know, and they just bought them all out, you know, and it's just, they didn't do anything with it. It's just about control. And And what's nuts is, you know,
1: back in those days, they got hit with the, um, anti-monopoly laws back in those days but i mean now they these companies don't like they can own vitamin water and like i think powerade is pepsi and then or gatorade is pepsi and powerade is coke and i mean they can everyone can have they can own everything like they can own the a tea company one of the main tea companies and one of the main water companies then you think about it like nestle is one of the largest water companies in the world. Let that sink in. Like the Nestle Crunch Mm -hmm. Bar, the chocolate people, the Nestle people, you don't, like when you say Nestle, you might think of like Carnation drinks for, you know, coffee creamer or something like that. They're the largest water company.
4: Buying water. How in the hell have we gotten to the point to where we need Nestle for any goddamn thing? Water. You know what I'm saying? It used to come from the tap. You used to be able to trust it or at least not, not thinking, you know. We were at least getting enough lead in the gasoline where no one really thought about it, and yeah, you're drinking it out of the hoses as Yeah,
1: that's it's crazy because we're at that point where I think it's it's silly and it's stupid, but there's no way I'm drinking the fucking water that comes out of the government no tap.
4: Hell no, Hell no way. Way. Hell no. And when I was Hell a kid,
1: I would. My grandmother's water was the best no. tasting water at a Bessemer, Alabama, and I mean it was probably just. Barely well water, but I mean, yep. nowadays I just wouldn't do it.
2: Yeah, no garden way. Garden hose
4: water is the best. Yeah, yeah. Back <laughs> when back
1: when our grandfathers were oh, making shit. sure that yeah. the garden hose water was treated correctly and everything was done right, and nowadays, man, you just you never know. Like every day, it's a new story. You can't even make peanut butter anymore. Every day, peanut butter salmonella throw out jiff. I can't eat the goddamn the like the oldest most trustworthy peanut butter. Every other two weeks. Oh, Sal Manila.
4: Well, the, the 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 World War Three is already being fought. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first wars were, you know, about power changing hands from the monarchy to the industrialists. You know what I'm saying? The old yeah. money to these new guys, you know, the Henry Fords, you know, the the Rockefellers, the the yeah. the oil tycoons and shit. That's what the that's what the that's what the war was really fought over okay right. it's about the fact that you're getting old and crusty and this is new money coming out the new money scares them. right so the fact that we have the new money now is technocrats they have ai they don't need you to run their offices anymore they don't have factories they don't need you to run their factories anymore True. Um, that's what you're seeing happening in the economy you have very rich and wealthy people right now that are realizing we have way too many people we don't need them to run our factories we don't have any factories anymore Right. We don't need them to run our offices. They all work from home or we can just do AI now. Right. So what do we do with all these extra people? You know, before we have another Marie Antoinette, let them eat some cake and they we start yeah. pulling these people out of their homes and hanging right. them. they're just going to start eliminating people. And this yeah, isn't yeah. no big conspiracy.
5: No. You know, people it's are just, a liability. Just, I mean, hell yeah, they are. People. You know
4: what I mean? It's like you got way too many people. And I, I, listen, I'm not a depopulation person. I think no. the fact that I'm with Elon. We need yeah. more people. Yeah. But from the way that the elites and the globalists see it right now, is that people are a liability. We're gonna replace them with robots, AI, you know, computers and technology. And you've got people like Bill Gates saying that uh, you know, we need to depopulate it. We need we got we got too many people. We got too many people.
2: He says <clears> it all the time. It's I mean, not just him, it's, it's all of it. but
4: let's let's be clear, they're they're gonna they're trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. If you can make it out of the womb where you haven't been injected and pulled out with tongs and every other goddamn thing else, man, if you can make it and you're walking around, you're being poisoned on a daily basis. You're being targeted. I mean, it's just, it's a miracle that you can make it to being in your fifties and sixties nowadays, yeah. with everything you got going against you. And that's not even what's coming around the corner, uh, everything blowing up chemicals, uh, all you know, the food processing and plants yeah. and shit. This isn't all coincidence. No, man.
1: it's, not. You it's know, not. it's it's
4: just they're they're starving us out. They're starving us out. They're they're poisoning us in the food, in the air, in the water. And um you know, they're you checking. can wear a tinfoil hat and all that other stuff, but
1: well I mean that's
4: really what's going on, man. They don't need us and they don't need you anymore. And World War Three has
1: uh, already started. I mean, oh, yeah. we're funding, oh, yeah. we're funding military actions right now. And so, I mean, it's a matter of time before that funding that we're doing leads us either into it or there's some kind of escalation because of that funding. I mean, we, that's, we just, are
4: involved. Stuff. that's just, that's just optics. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a border dispute. Sure. The real war that's going on is the global elites that are using the, the, the technology apparatus to control the people oh, yeah. and then to systematically eliminate most, a majority of them because yeah. they can sit in their mansions <laughs> and they don't need anybody anymore, man. They got, yeah, them.
2: You read they like don't want like
4: you coming the, and taking their gold, man. Right.
2: Okay. So, and you read people like this Huxley. I don't mean to
4: be all too, uh, uh you know, Do this you might know, not be the
1: right you're, stream. You're right. It's, it's true. Yeah, sorry. Uh SCE actually was just saying that in the chat. He's like, uh, "PF, careful YouTube doesn't like conspiracy videos. We already know that. We've uh we've dealt with that many a times and we agree completely, man. I know uh Planet yeah. Freedom and I for years I watched you get thousands and thousands and thousands of views and now you'll put out a view- video and mm-hmm. it just doesn't get the it's just it's crazy because I mean, I've been I've been watching you put videos out for I don't even know how long 15 years 13 years uh
4: 2010 or 2011 i think is when i started
1: okay. yeah, yeah. Wow. but it's
4: just frustrating man you know what i mean it's like when you're getting shadow banned and you know it and i think a lot of it happened when i started making crypto videos back in 2018 and stuff yeah they started labeling all the crypto youtube tubers the scammers they started taking down channels and really like somehow i got flagged as One of those guys, and it's just it never unflags me. I think I keep
1: I keep honestly thinking, guys. I mean, like Sigma, I'm sure both of y'all have seen like the last 24 hours. I've I've made a thing where I was going to upload a short every hour for 24 hours, and I've done it now for like 28 hours or 29 hours. But they're pushing those, and I'm getting a lot of views from them. I keep thinking that one day when the the pendulum always swings back the other direction. And I think that at some point, all of this recreation, recorrection that into feminism and helping and being there for women and women's rights and whatever, at some point, I can't help but think it's going to swing back around to, hey, we've been unfair to the men. Let's all talk to the men and see what the men are saying. And if that ever happens, I'll have damn near a thousand videos. (laughs) At some point, it's got, I'm just saying, if they wouldn't, if they're not actively shadow banning me and it ever turns to where people are like, well, wait a minute, it is it is unfair. Let's see what the men are saying. My channel is going to blow up if YouTube lets that happen.
2: I miss uh, your notifications all the time
1: uh, or I catch it. I'm like, oh, please. I look. I mean, I can add to that, and I'm but like,
2: but what is here's it the like? thing,
4: right? Where yeah. They're competing with TikTok. Yes. They've done that in the past. You know what I mean? It's like Google. They don't know what Google is you know google came out with google plus remember that crap oh yeah and they were competing that. with facebook they wanted to be the new facebook well that pff, nobody even remembers that yeah right. exactly so now they're trying to compete with tiktok but how how can you put a 30 second ad in front of a 15 second tiktok of somebody doing one of these right you know what i'm saying it's like it don't make sense you know yeah. so i noticed your tiktok yeah your shorts are longer they're like i'm um, Almost a minute, I think, or a little bit more than a minute. I
1: set mine for 60 seconds on all of them. Every now and again, I'll edit one down if it cuts off or like they go to a different chick. Like I'd rather cut off a chick in the middle of what she's saying on mine because I can't make it longer than a minute. It has to be 60 seconds or less. So I always try to have mine at least 60 seconds because I hate when I go on and I watch one and it's eight seconds long. And I'm like, ah, you know, I shouldn't even have clicked on that.
4: But I've noticed everybody, they'll upload their normal video, and then they'll do a little short. And YouTube pumps the hell out of their short, where it gets thousands of views, and then they're throttling their normal content. Yeah, mine's doing that right now.
1: Literally, my my short videos get no play, but I mean, my regular videos get no play, but my short videos... Some of them will have twenty views, some of them will have five thousand views. i've got some of them have seven thousand views in the last month, and my old videos used to get a thousand or two per video, no matter what, so it's been kind of it's been kind of interesting to watch, but
2: yeah. Well, that's how you shut people down you know and, and look at the the danger that it that it causes too i mean there's so much people are so balkanized now just because they get their news from these short little clips they get it from twitter and they just believe everything like it's gospel it's amazing i talked to you know some of my coworkers are really far left and they have no can idea oh uh, yeah i can hear you
4: because i haven't i haven't heard you talk the whole time i want to
1: Oh can I, you hear I me? can
4: see you talking though.
1: Oh no. <laughs> can you not hear him, Aaron?
4: No. No, I, I can only oh, hear you. That's huh.
2: weird.
1: Let me uh let me look and see and make sure I don't have some setting wrong on my end. Maybe hmm. I'm tripping. Let's look here and see what options. I haven't have heard him, him talk the whole time. he's oh. he's, <laughs> he's here. He's tried to he's tried to come in a few times, but I guess that you couldn't hear him, and that's probably why. Let's see here.
4: Oh, I, f- I feel like an ass. Now I'm just oh, talking over know.
1: everybody. Shit. No, no, it's not like that. It's not like that. I am um, no. I'm um, Sigma's super cool. He wouldn't think that one bit, Aaron. No, no, no. Um, I'm just not sure why you can't hear him. Can anyone, everyone else can hear Sigma. Everyone else says they can hear him. Huh. Let's see. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with that. Hmm. Cal not super to... and rusty. Thanks, guys, for y'all's donations, guys. I appreciate you. We
4: try to leave. I'll try to leave and jump back in.
1: Okay, see if that does it. I'll bring you back on when you get here. Thanks, bro. Yeah, man technical difficulty
2: but it is cool what we can do though to be able to just set this up live like this is, is fantastic
1: yeah know? yeah man it takes some once you get your layout done um in yours and set up the way you want sigma it, it's not too hard i need to get with you sometime and see if you need help like walking through any of it
2: yeah maybe a little bit yeah i'm I'm kind of puzzling it out you know trying to figure it out mm-hmm. uh once i get it i'm it'll be pretty much like clockwork you know
1: fantastic fantastic man yeah. well i'll definitely help you um you know if, if necessary see if we can help make it work yeah
2: yeah, actually, I was thinking more because I want to do the stream Friday. I, I was actually thinking of, you know, kind of that kind of improvement where we've been talking about with Bullets and them, um, kind of a skill that, uh, you know, for you know young guys out there that maybe didn't really pay attention in school uh, or kind of struggling, not really making, you know, the kind of money they want, you know, and you know, if they look forward 10 years from now, unless something drastic changes, they're going to be in the same boat. So I want to do a, a sales class and teach people the, the sales process you know, I've been been in sales for 15 years and one of the best there is, and I want to teach people that process. So that they, they, because people think of sales, they're like, I don't want to do that. I don't know how to do that. It's a straight straight line, just a series of steps, you know, that leads um, to, you know, consistent results. I want to teach people how to sell. So maybe there's some guy out there, you know, struggling like, man, I, w- I wouldn't mind making, you know, eighty to a hundred grand a year instead of just struggling, you know, killing myself doing some, you know, low paying job that's not going anywhere. You know, sales is a is a skill everybody everybody needs it, but nobody wants to, to do it, you know, so it's a an in demand skill. You can make professional money, but you can be a high school dropout. You can be a you can be a violent felon i know a bunch of people are felons that that are making you know good money and it's just following that step-by-step process
1: i think it's uh, such a confidence game too you know and not every Mm -hmm. like i think every man has a level or can have a level of confidence but some men have to mature a little or grow up a little bit more sometimes Mm -hmm. life's got to kick you in the teeth a little bit too and i know i say that so much but don't you think that like you have to hit like a I don't want to say a bottom, but you have to get to a point where you're tired of getting kicked, and you're like, "I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna stand up and do something."
2: Yeah, you kind of get into that cruise control mode where like things suck, but they don't suck bad enough for me to actually make the changes I need to make to improve my my situation. A lot of people living in you know living with their parents or, or you know with roommates, and it's you know disaster. But eventually, you get miserable enough, and then you then you make that change. Right. But the great thing about sales, you you know, you script out. The, the whole encounter, right? Because every sale is is the same process. You ask the same questions, you follow the same steps. So what you can do if a person's not really a good communicator, what you can do is just literally script out the words and then just say them again and again and again and again until they sound smooth. Um, you know, in order to give you the best pricing we have to offer, they require a credit check with your date of birth and social. Go ahead with your date of birth, super easy, you know. You hit them with price, that will be $90 a month, that'll work for you, right? And just, <laughs> just you know, the memory and in practice, those lines, they sound confident. And then, you know, you can do it. You, the, I would say the less talent a person has, the better they'll do in sales, because the more they'll, you know, stick to that process, you know, instead of free it and just sort of doing it their own way. And it but is- for guys out there. It just—it is
1: difficult, like to get through that. I mean, I'll never forget when the first jobs or a couple of jobs I had that were sales jobs. I was the guy that would just stumble through it, and I sounded too yeah. eager. I sucked, yeah. man. I just absolutely sucked everything about it. Yeah, I was you just, just
2: need practice. Yeah, you just need pra- or have a good coach. That's the thing. Most salespeople they don't have a good coach to teach them, um, and so you know they're just sort of trying to figure it out themselves and you know the best way is find the people that are consistent do exactly what they're doing and then just memorize those lines that you use as questions you ask and and then eventually you you it'll become second nature you ask the same questions again and again and then it gets easier but yeah the, the biggest hurdle most people have with sales is they're not coached properly you know and I I was lucky I got some good coaches when I was a kid that kind of taught me the the you know the straight line but you know, for somebody out there that's struggling, you know, I can I can break down the psychology behind it and all that.
1: Do you feel like your hair affects you in sales at all? And I only ask because when I was a young kid, I I had long hair and I loved it. And my dad yeah. was like, "No, you if you need to be clean cut and business appropriate, oh, yeah. and you need to be, oh yeah." course, yeah. Was... I do sales
2: over the phone. Okay. Yeah, I do my sales sales over the phone. Do it in When I did it in person, oh, I I my, every bit about my look. I I pondered, I had these nerdy glasses that I wore. They they were just, they looked really cute on me. I always had my hair done. So I, I just looked very fresh face. But I always, you know, pressed my shirts, and I always had a nice watch, really nice shoes. My, my shirt was never wrinkled. So when I, I did face-to-face sales for a long time, when I met people, there's that that immediate kind of respect that 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 that, uh, that the person needs to have. You have to be the expert. They have to almost. Like I always tell people it's the 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 best thing I ever learned about sales was one time a, a coworker of mine. We were talking about discovery, you know, and that's where you ask the questions to kind of uncover what the person needs, what's important to them, so you can tailor your product to them and uh, i always felt weird asking those questions i felt like i was prying he says says, do you ask your do do you feel weird when your doctor asks you questions as soon as he mentioned doctor it hit me the doctors do a sales process they walk in the first thing they do is they establish rapport they say what brings you in i'm doctor whatever What brings you in here today? And then they start asking their discovery questions and basically they're selling you a prescription or some test that you need or some (laughs) medical treatment. Um, That was such an eye-opening thought when I realized I'm like, oh, okay. And so having that kind of doctorly kind of empathetic yet authoritative tone, um, that was a game changer for me when I realized that. And I always try to have that image of that casual kind of professionalism that doctors have.
1: So man, since you're on the the sales subject, I got to ask you, when are you, what's your plan for your channel? Like when are you going to start making content? What's your plan? I know you said you're going to go live on Friday. Is that right? Friday. Yep.
2: Okay. Yeah, Friday. I'm going to just start doing like a, a, a later stream kind of in the evening time, kind of like a, kind of like an F you to Colbert and the, the late shows. You want to do kind of sure. some men's content, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to do like a sales course, you know, for, for guys out there, but also, um, just kind of, I want to do these kind of things, get guys to talk because conversations just emerge and who knows if that conversation you're having is, is what, some guy out there, you know, needs to hear, you know, I think community is, is so important instead of, you know, complaining about the system, some kind of community and some kind of friendship, you know?
1: Yeah, I do know. Can you hear me now? Let's see if you can hear me now. Can you hear me now? Oh, there you are. Okay. Can you (laughs) hear him? Awesome. I'm going to bring him on in a second. Let me pause for one second. Rusty's got a request to run over some strags in a small boat. And the the way they've been super chatting, I've got to. Also, I wanted to touch on one other thing, but I've already forgotten what it was. But give me a second here. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Uh, I'll find it in a second. Rusty, this is for you, sir. Uh, I'm not even in the right. Okay. Hold on. I got to switch up my screens to where my things work. Let me add in my clips, hold up, hold up. Sorry guys, Uh, part of this we need to set up. One of the things I was gonna tell you, uh, Sigma, is we gotta get you, um, you're gonna use this Streamlabs desktop to stream with, right? Yep. Okay, if you go in and open it, down by the bottom right-hand corner where it says go live, there's a little thing that looks like a Lego piece, a little block. Okay. If you click on that block, it'll let you go ahead and it'll bring up a calendar and you can create a name and everything like that for your stream and go ahead and schedule it. And it'll put that link to your live stream on your YouTube page once you link your Streamlabs desktop. Okay, I did that. Yep. Oh, you did link them. Great. So if I linked you, them, yep. So you need to go down there and schedule it. You'll select a time, a date, a name, a thumbnail, all of that stuff, okay. and you'll select the date on the calendar you want your stream to be, and then the time you want your stream to be. That what okay. that does because is I have
2: one. I was gonna say, I have one already on my YouTube? It's it's in there with the with the uh, thumbnail and the time and all that. Did you create so I it, got
1: that? Did you create it in YouTube or did you create it through Streamlabs Desktop? I think I did it through YouTube. That's so going to be the again. key. That's gonna, okay. That's going to be the key. Now I'm not saying it won't necessarily work because when you hit the go live button on here, you there's a drop down menu and it'll sometimes let you select other live streams because I've had yeah. more than one scheduled, but I scheduled all of mine using this software. So I don't know if it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. You'll, you'll figure it out, but I would suggest yeah, you know, see if you can uh look at that by friday but yeah man fantastic i'm gonna get uh aaron back in here now since i've got it pulled up let's see if i can find him there he is hey Hey, buddy hey hey can you still hear sigma let's see can you hear me
4: i can hear you you all right perfect (laughs) Awesome. I had to hardline in my Ethernet just to make sure.
1: Nice. Guys, give me one second here. Uh, one quick Chevy. Thank you so much for your $20 super chat supporting the show. He says, get yourself a trade, young man. College is overpriced for yeah. a piece of paper that can't get you a good job. I agree, man. What do you what sure. are your thoughts on that, guys? College? I mean,
2: well, it's a scam. I've always known that.
4: I, I know I, go ahead.
2: Okay. No good. What are we gonna say?
4: I know a lot of people that got Nice college degrees and live in mom and dad's basement working at McDonald's. Mm, yeah. Nothing wrong with
5: that.
2: Nothing, nothing wrong yeah. with that. I knew a guy one time I was working at a cigar shop and, uh, one of the guys next door he worked at a, like a liquor store. He's taking like nine bucks an hour. And he's like, yeah, I've got a master's in chemistry and I hate it. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, mm. okay. <laughs> master's degree doesn't use it. You know? Um, yeah, I don't think kids should, I, I'm not opposed really to college, um, specifically, but I'm opposed to kids coming out of high school, going to college. I don't think that's smart yeah. at all. You don't know yourself. And when I was 18, I was one way, and then by 25, I was a totally different person. And by 30, I was a different person. So you, know, you got to get to know yourself before you, I mean, it's like buying a house. You wouldn't shackle yourself with a $300,000 mortgage. Mm-hmm. In this case, you know, you can't bankrupt your way out of a student loan. They've got the hooks in you for, for years. yeah yeah
4: Yeah, it's uh i i agree i mean i couldn't agree more i think half the half it's become watered down a college degree used to mean something now everybody wants to go to school for business and gender studies you know what i mean and it's like it's somehow supposed to hold weight
2: psychology yeah
4: you know what i mean it's like if you're going to school i mean welding is a trade you make more money learning how to be a welder but if you want to be like a dentist a doctor a lawyer you know these types of things you know like stuff you got to go to college for then i can understand it other than that it's just it's just daycare for for big kids man
2: yeah i agree with what you said too cuz i've always said that's one thing if you if, cuz some people are really predisposed to being a doctor right or they're predisposed to you know formulating arguments or articulate their effective communicators law great great choice for you to do but yeah getting um, saddling yourself with that at that age man that's a that's a real that's a, unless you become a doctor or something, some kind of professional, it's just not, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Especially how long it takes to start making money too. You know, doctors it takes like what fifteen years before they start really making money. Yeah,
1: I think they're paying off well, school school for a while, aren't
2: they?
4: Yeah. Depends on how fast you pay it off. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, those that residency is a big part of being a doctor. Being a lawyer is the same way. You work a million hours, you know, make a lot of money, you know. But if you stick with it long enough, you know. But I think with this kind of gig economy, this digital economy, there's so many more ways to make money um, that those routes of going to being a doctor and all that, unless you're doing it stri- strictly for the status of it, I don't mean, that's such a great move. I think you can make way more money just creating content or, you know. Maybe if, if you're smart with your money, I guess. I agree. What's you were up, talking Rusty? About, you were talking
4: about sales, right? Rusty. Yeah, yeah. Sales, yep. I've, I've sold cars for the past five years. Nice. And I yeah. share for about maybe six or seven before that.
2: Yes. My so. fellow sales and a closer. I love it. Yes, That's my right. closers get
1: I'm,
4: along. Unfortunately.
1: What's yeah. up, yeah. salty dog? Oh, Jesus Christ. Here I am. Back with the fucking criminals again. That's right. That's right. What are you getting into tonight? Where would Rusted? you
2: rather be? Oh, well, I had
0: a couple of things to say that Please. came up in the chat. Yeah. Uh number one, uh addressing bullets for teeth. Uh I just wanted to say publicly that I apologize. Um, I fucked up last night. Um, I called good mother today. Uh, To relay a message to you Bullets for teeth And uh, I hope she got that message to you Um, I know it's difficult to get in touch with you directly um, So I called her Because I know you're in touch with her a lot Um, The second thing is Is addressing Mr. Superman Uh, There's only Two other people that give me a run for my money and you know uh you, you know how we say that uh accountability is a woman's kryptonite yeah well a man's a man's uh accountability is his ego and so Definitely. yeah if you get to going bidding against me uh, uh you're i'm going to give you a run for your money Uh, And there's only two other guys that uh, have been able to keep up with me, and uh, that's Hemi's four-speed and Ruslan, who only appears on Hammerhand's chat. Mm. Uh, Superman definitely has given me a run for my money good
1: man So look uh, i i as the guy in the middle here collecting the money i just want to tell y'all yeah. the love i feel from all of you brothers out there that donate are fantastic cal rusty you guys are fantastic rusty you've been you have literally made sure that this channel survives my man over you know the last year or so I just want to say thank you to all of y'all, man. That, that's fantastic. I'm sure Cal was just having some fun with you. It seems like he knows everybody we know, Rusty. So he's been around a long yeah, time with uh, us.
0: Yeah, uh, Cal, I believe, has been mostly a ninja watcher. Right. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, apparently is a very successful man, and he can keep up with me. I can keep up with him. <laughs> And, uh, I just wanted to, uh, come on here and, uh, salute Mr. Superman. Yeah.
5: Thank uh, you.
0: we reached our max, so <laughs> we can't, yeah. we can't give any more. I started I looking at it
4: and I was super like, right I started, oh my God, I was like,
1: guys. this is ridiculous. I started scrolling through the super chats. So I was like, God damn, this, uh, this is a crazy stream. And to think that I was just going to make shorts all night long. I was like, well, I'll go live in a day or two. I've been live a bunch lately. (laughs) So, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for all of you. It's fantastic. Um, But thank you guys so, so much. And um, I'm glad that, that Cal's enjoying the show here. Quite frankly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all in friendly sport. Sure. And, uh, you know, uh, like I said, uh, I salute uh, Mr. Superman. Uh, uh, he's he's only one of three that have been able to keep up with me. So, uh, salute you, Mr. Superman.
1: That's the truth. Thank you, guys.
0: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's all I wanted to say. And and the other thing to uh, publicly uh, apologize for bullets for uh, what happened the other night and. Uh, I hope that good mother is able to relay to him the information that I gave to her, which only five guys in the entire manosphere know. And of course you're one of them, John. Of course. Yeah. I got, Um, I got you back. But anyways,
1: I'm sure that I'm sure that um, I'm sure that bullets will understand given the circumstances. And I mean, I, I know you, I know the situation. So I mean, I wouldn't think twice of saying, yeah, you get a pass on that one. So, okay, no, no worries. that's
0: it. I, I'll jump. I'll jump back off and get okay. in the chat. But okay. Uh, okay. God bless all the brothers in the chat. God bless uh, Planty Freedom and uh, Sigma and yourself, of course.
1: Thank you so much, Rusty. Good to see you, my brother. Okay. See Bye, you, guys. See ya.
2: Yeah, sometimes the universe throws you a bone, right? You know, oh, yeah, unexpected. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: that's oh a God, that's a crazy that. thing, man. Anytime I see both of those names in here now, I'm always like, oh goodness, here we go. So, <laughs> you need to
5: send those
4: guys a t-shirt or something. Yeah, right. well,
1: Rusty has a bunch <laughs> of my t-shirts. That's the thing is, uh, what do you get the guy that literally has everything? You know, you're dealing with two guys there that, uh, you know, they they're not worried about it. <laughs> but uh, Rusty, Rusty has a bunch of my shirts. I think he's bought several shirts. I think a hat maybe. But uh, yeah, man, I agree with you. I agree. They deserve it. <laughs> well, cool. Well, um, let me ask you this. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Aaron, have you seen any slowdown in your rental properties? Like any, are they still renting them at the, the same rate? Or do you think there's going to be a slowdown coming up with all these banks crashing? Are people still going to be traveling? And what do you think?
4: I don't, I, I, you know, I really haven't been doing it long enough to kind of like gauge that. like we just kind of got into it last summer and um i mean we're just now coming out of the winter which is usually a slower time but going into spring break you know things are picking up a little
1: bit yeah it should be
4: you know i mean so rates are going up you know what i mean it's like they're recommending that you this is where you should be this is where you're at and this is where you should be at compared to everybody else you know so you know Mm -hmm. they they want you you know most of those sites and stuff like that they want you to kind of be uh where you need to be at obviously if if you're not if you're not asking enough they want they want you to ask a little bit more they will always say hey this is where you need to be at you could be making this much money and stuff so rates are going up and there's more people than a month ago or 2 months ago and stuff like that but that's i mean cool. i don't know i think that's more micro i think the macro yeah. thing right now is just
1: well, i mean let me let me flip the subject on you and the reason i'm going to i'm going to do that is cuz uh, you you've been making content longer than i have and and i started making content after watching you Sigma Speaks just as starting to make some content himself. Do you have any advice that you might give to a new content creator coming into this platform now after everything that you've seen over the last however many years?
4: Yeah. uh, You need to piggyback off the successful people. You need to mimic their thumbnails as best as possible, their titles, their descriptions. And tags used to be a big thing. I remember... I used to put back in the day, I, like the big YouTubers were like gardeners or whatever. Even like anybody, I would put their names of their channels in the tags in the video, so that way anybody would search their their videos. Mine oh, would be recommended. To, and I don't know if YouTube's caught on to that over the past, geez, almost twenty years, you know. But yeah. Yeah, that was something sure. that I caught on to a lot. And then, uh, you know, it's just just like anything, you know what I mean? It's like see where. If there's something that you're interested in, see where, go through that person's views, see what views have the most, like what videos have the most views, Mm -hmm. take a photo of those, you know, with your phone and then try to, try to mimic that, that screenshot. Try to, I mean, and it's, it's, it's more about not stealing their content. I'm not talking about stealing somebody's content, you know, create your own original content. But if if they've figured out over their whole time of what works for grabbing people with thumbnails, if it's a red arrow and you like this with your mouth open, you know, I I hate to say it, you know, you know. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like you gotta that's what you gotta do. It's 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 see what works. See see what works for successful people. And I think that would just be more than just YouTube in general. You know what I mean? It's like you know, if mimic. if yeah if, but, yeah, if you see what the guy that's making all this money, you need to be asking him, hey, how's this working? For, you know, let me know. You know, if you know a well, secret, you how- know, let me in. And you pet you pester them, you pick their brain, and and you just you, you try to follow that as as much as possible. And then yeah, because right that's how
2: you do like, sales. You know, that's how you get good at sales. You you yeah. always just go to the people. You don't go to the the flashiest. You go to the most consistent because there's a yeah. consistent thing. Once I realized that, I was like oh, I see what they're doing here, and they ask this question, then this question, and, and everything is strategic, and so I just kind of looking at YouTube thumbnails and stuff, I start to see patterns, like, they use the same color font, and they use the same, I'm like, I see what they're doing here, you know, yep.
4: And, and you'll build a rhythm, you know what I mean, it's like, and obviously, it's like, you want to stand out a little bit,
2: mm-hmm. you know
4: what I mean, you don't want to be as, as you know, you don't want to copy, and, you know, tooth and nail and stuff like that, but When you when you for some reason the things the certain things work. You know, I know some people that just did different videos that would just experiment to see how many views they got, what their reactions were. And oh, here's another good tip too. If you put mistakes in your videos, you'll get more comments because people think you're stupid.
5: Oh wow. Oh really?
1: That's (laughs) a good idea. Because people do jump on that.
4: Yeah, they're like, oh what an idiot. And it's like, and then you can argue with them and then get all these different Come on, guys! Come on, and you can oh, argue with them and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you put mistakes in your video, like just doing simple math or like you know, people well, they want to correct you. They feel yeah, well, yeah
5: they, they want they want <laughs> to feel like you are stupid. Everybody <laughs> wants
4: gonna, to think that you're stupid and tell you that you're stupid. So yeah. make mistakes and put those in your video, but don't say anything about it. Just right. just so that way, people will, will comment about it.
2: And comments are good. That's is that for part of like the reach? Because I always had a comment on videos.
4: Good it's, or bad comments. Yeah, it's, all it's good.
1: It's good if they comment, but it's bad if you're reading the comments. Oh, yeah, You're, sure, you're yeah. going to get some comments <laughs> that are like, hey, you, this is a great <laughs> video. Like, I love how you did this. I mean, and, and I've seen this. I thought it was just me, but I've seen this on Aaron's channel. Like, he'll he'll put together a good channel with lots of information about a different plant or a genus or a certain particular and his con- there still be people in his con- nope, you're wrong. It's really this one, and you don't know what you're and I'm like, man, really? Yeah, you, you can't don't don't take your comments too seriously. Armchair quarterback.
2: Yeah. And I mean, Farm can you even imagine
1: yeah. the level of hate that I get on some of the shit that I say? And I just have to I look at it and at be, be like, eh. Uh, eh. We going to do it.
4: Yeah. I mean I'm
1: it, I- that's what's important.
4: I'm like the Andrew Tate of gardening, man. I'm like, I'll, I'll come up with, it, like, you don't need to prune your fruit trees. And I get every gardener out there telling me, sending me hate. i I'm like, uh, you got to do this. You know, you have arborists, their whole job and career is how to prune trees. And you tell them that, you know what? You leave it alone, it does yeah. better. That is just, that's blast. Oh my gosh. That yeah. just you, <laughs>
1: It's almost like you Mother know? Nature knows what it's doing.
4: Yeah, right. exactly. It's, it's like, the less you do, the better.
1: Aaron, did you ever, uh, did you ever tag your videos with, uh, what was it, MHP Gardener?
4: All the time. All the time. I
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I I, still have people that I I meet on a daily that are like, yeah, I love gardening and stuff. I need to find a good channel. And I'm like, yeah, watch MHP Gardener. And they're like, I've never heard of that. And I'm like, "You you don't even know gardening yet until you've seen his catalog of videos. Yeah, yeah.
4: So. MHP Gardener. Yeah, oh yeah, he put all the big ones on there and stuff. Man. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: awesome. I man.
4: don't know. It's just just a lot of the gardening channels and stuff. It's just like, oh, MHP. He's old school. He's that old school Carolina. Like I remember watching him from back in the day with his tomatoes in his greenhouse. Yeah. Yeah. He had this real Southern way of talking, real slow.
1: Yeah, and
4: the guy just exploded, man. He he exploded. I looked. back. Sometimes it
1: hits. I think one of his videos uh, was not too long ago. Um, I think he put out one maybe six months ago or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Because he had stopped for a long time. He ended up getting a divorce, and um, I don't know if he married or moved in with that lady, Beth, from...
4: A different YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, it was her YouTube channel. I'm still working. The I'm still working channel. Yeah. So uh um, they that once they got together, he really quit making a lot more of his videos and I guess was spending more time with her. But that was a great channel. Yeah. That's
2: what happens. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. They take us down, man. That's what <laughs> says. Do not give your vital energy to women. or that uh, which takes down kings. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get Aaron, yeah. we're gonna yeah. get Aaron
1: in trouble.
4: Oh no, you're good. You're good. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, cool, man. Boy, it's good to see you again, man. Um, any anything new? I know you've got a new video planned. I saw you had got a new a one posted today, or was it today? This morning that I didn't watch yet. All my days are running together, man. I'm I'm working, and then this Ooh. YouTube thing. I'm attacking it from every angle, and then I'm doing a fitness thing that would that I shouldn't be at my age. But um, when's your next video coming out? Did he freeze up there? He might have froze up. Uh-oh. Oh, that we got two of them now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did we lose him? What happened? No, now Oh, we now we just have us. All right. Well, <laughs> that's okay. It's like multiplicity. Well, Sigma, back to what you and I had, uh, were talking about when he came back is um I know you're you're scheduled for Friday to stream. Yep. What um what direction are you going to take your channel Is it going to be men's talking points or are you going to try to keep it more geared towards sales and less you know maybe- oh no
2: definitely more more men's content but also just kind of like almost like a, a more red pill version of tim pool you know he's Good. always yeah. he's such a fence sitter I, i'd right. like politics i like to you know give analysis on things definitely also um encourage more like spirituality and stuff we talked about that the other day yeah. how you know i think people don't have a foundation in their life. So I really want to talk a lot about like Bible reading and and things that really helped me out, you know, that I wish I would have done more when I was younger. So that, that kind of content there.
1: Yeah. That's fantastic, man. That's fantastic. Uh, SCE was said, John, you've been pumping out the shorts lately. Well done. Thank you SCE for noticing and everyone in the chat and you Sigma, I want y'all to hear me and hear me well. The shit that you're going to half-ass don't expect to succeed at. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: And that's just, I say that with love guys. I I was a habitual half-asser most of my life. And it, and it's when you dive so deep into stuff that people, I have people messaging me, man, I'm worried about you. You're putting out too much. Like you're doing too much. You need to calm down. I've had people tell me to take a break, slow down. No, no, that's not, don't, it's, it's hard to explain people. My mental state is when I'm under pressure or I am focused and I'm running balls to the wall all day long, I'm happy. I'm at my absolute at-peaceness. It's when I slow down that fucks me up. And I, I want you all to remember this. Something that uh, every religious person I've ever known is, ever has told me, but idle time is the devil's playground. And that, whether you believe that in a religious sense or not a religious sense, what you need to understand is you need to be busy or you're going to have all the, look, I have the sad thoughts up here, guys. If I slow down enough, that shit creeps up. And then before you know it, I'm feeling sorry for my stupid ass and I don't have time for that. So that's why I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to push. When y'all see me posting something stupid about my food or like a workout picture or something dumb, just know it's because I'm 46 and I'm showing y'all that the speed at which I'm burning and roasting this candle over here, that's how y'all got to live your life. If yeah. you're half-assing and you're on the fence over here, or you're like, I don't know. And I don't, man, get very divisive about what you want and what you want to do. Make a plan and execute the fuck out of that plan.
2: Yep. Yeah. Joe Rogan said, he said, uh, work at it like your life depends on it, you know. And um, one of the things yeah, I've been doing is writing. I've, I've written my entire life, uh, but I've never written anything noteworthy. But I've, I've been writing every day, a couple hours a day, and I've got 200 pages down on this story, you know, it's first draft, you know. So I, I've never even come, I think most of the world was like maybe 40 pages in my life. I'm right. 200 pages in and, and, and rocking and rolling. So yeah, um, like you said, when you, when you're um, just kind of idle, when you're sedentary, oh, a lot of bad things come out. All, all of your flaws and yeah. all your those dark thoughts, and they'll kill all your momentum, you know. And if you're not careful, you know, a year will tick by, and then it's five years, and, you know, you're 40, and you're like, I'm not anywhere near where I want it to be yeah, at. That's, that's good advice.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is um, – <clears throat> You'll have all the time you want to sit around when you're 80 years old, guys. If you live that long, you'll have all the time in the world to sit around and, and fuck around or play on your phone or whatever else it is. But your own, you won't have the mobility that you have now. You'll have that same mental state where you're like, ah, but now you'll have all this time to think of all the things you didn't do before your knee went out or before your back started hurting or before your... So I I tell you guys, man, live life, live life. If you slow down enough, you fuck up. And I don't mean fuck up. I mean, you'll get sad or depressed or lonely all day long, every day, all day long. I've got on not these, but my little earbuds. I've got on one of them because when one goes dead, I put the other one in. I don't ever not have them in. And when I'm not doing something, I've got a podcast on or I've got the Opie and Anthony show in my ear and I'm laughing and I'm giggling and I'm listening to comedy all day from the entire time I'm awake or I'm working out or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. And as far as music goes, guys, men, listen to me. This one's a tough one. A lot of you men aren't ready for this, but I'm promising you it's going to set you free every time a song. If I, I don't listen to much music anymore because music is too emotional. Right. If, if my right. shit is on shuffle and it goes to a song that brings up. Oh, now I don't I feel a little something. I feel a certain kind of way because I'm human. Yeah. And now I am a man. So I will tamp that shit on down and skip that song or turn the music off. But this, I listen to more podcast history stuff uh, and comedy stuff, comedy standups and those types of things. Yeah. Now than I do music because while I love music, Music takes me to an emotional place that I just don't have time for.
2: Yep. You're what you are, what you eat, right? And so yeah. you're also what you fill your head full of. I, I've had that realization earlier in the year. So back when I was drinking, um, I was in the same way. I would listen to music. I'd listen to, and it just brought me down. Um, and so I, I tried to not. The, I tried those magic fungus. I, I tried that earlier in the year. And that's actually how I was able to be drinking. Like one one. <laughs> good sized one took care of my dream. But also it made me more sensitive to the to music and I'm like, oh this really just brings me down. It's so depressing. Yes. And just cut that out. And yeah, like you said, listening to, you know, Lex Friedman or Jordan Peterson, those those kind of intellectually stimulating conversations. But also, you know, one thing that that I want to talk about is is highlighting the most important skill a, a guy or any person can have is effective communication. You know, I was watching Jordan Peterson. He said the, the CEO isn't the most competent person there, the most skilled. He's the most effective communicator. And so I've been really studying a lot. Comedians are great people because they're they're exceptional communicators. Um, uh, but listening to the really good communicators, how they formulate ideas, how they speak, their eye contact, things like that. Boy, if you're young and, and, and you know you, you don't have a lot of skills, if you can master effective communication, you will go so much farther than the the smartest guy in the room or the 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 most you know mathematically talented person in the room you go so much farther just being able to communicate so fill your head with that you know it's good communicators yeah.
1: i think the problem is nowadays most people are taught not to communicate or they communicate via devices yeah. yeah and that's the worst because there's no context you know hey yeah. do you want to go get something to eat and yeah uh you know great or whatever doesn't have the same effect and you've probably seen that key and peel episode where they're like trying to communicate through text message and there's no context have you seen that one
2: um no but (laughs) i can imagine what there was you know how that sketch would go
1: yeah yeah i'm gonna actually find it here because it's kind of funny don't worry
2: but probably also sadly true too but yeah i mean i watch people out at dinner and they're just on their phones i've I've gone on dates years ago when i was a kid and girl playing on her phone the whole time like this this sucks. I'm like, I didn't have fun. Never called her again.
1: It's, it's unfortunate because without that actual, uh, well, I can't show it here right now because I, if I bring you in, I won't, uh, I don't have you set up on that. Yeah, you get it. You get it though. I'll find it. Yeah, I can find it. I'll post the link in here. I'm trying to think if I can add you in. Hold on. I think I can add you in on my net page. Hold up. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere there you are. Hey. Let's see here. I got it pulled up. You ready? Okay, yep, yeah, alright. I think this is the right one. Yeah, here we go, guys. Hold on, boys. Technical difficulties here. We're mastering the skill here. Yeah, I'm trying to see why that one is different, but I'm sure it's the same. Let's go here. Sorry.
2: Well, my beard got long. I need to go down to the barber and trim this thing up. Just a couple months ago, man, I had this thing down. It looks <laughs> good, man. Yeah, I gotta get it cleaned up a little bit. I've
1: been trying to reach out to you all day. Are we on
4: for
0: tonight? <sighs> Jeez.
1: What? You can't catch me. You can't catch me. I'm Lance. Oh, Moore. here we Touchdown, go. bitch! What? Pause.
2: Turn my mic off. Uh,
3: shoot,
1: Keegan's been texting me. Sorry dude, missed your texts. I assumed we'd meet at the bar. Whatever, I don't care. Sorry dude, missed your texts. I assumed we'd meet at the bar. Whatever, I don't care. Whatever I don't care. The fuck is his problem? Do you even want to hang out? Do you even want to hang out? Oh, that's considerate. Like I said, whatever. Like I said, whatever? <laughs> fuck this
0: guy. Jesus, you
1: are fucking priceless. <laughs> Aww. You're the one who's fucking priceless this this motherfucker right here oh he wants to okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay
4: you want to go right now huh guess i could do that mm. okay okay let's go he said <laughs>
2: okay oh. okay this let's is every go. conversation oh, with a woman i've ever
1: had you know, yes.
2: yes
4: you are. Do this now, Keegan. Yeah,
1: Keegan, this is when you talk yes. to women.
2: You Exactly.
4: Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole.
1: First round's mine.
4: Oh, no. Oh, no, they going to be no <laughs> rounds, asshole. It's going to be a fucking street fight. This son of a
1: <laughs> Because tonight we going to party. Gonna party. <laughs> <laughs> no. Buddy, like I
4: said, first round's mine. A beer and a gimlet for my partner. Right. What's that? Uh,
0: I, got, I
1: got you a baseball bat with nails in it <sighs> yeah I'm sorry I was breaking up the the show there a little bit that's such a great episode man just because it's it's that's the, the problem is everyone is text communicated for so long nobody talks yeah. anymore you yeah. know like I've seen uh, at friends houses like their wife will send one of the kids upstairs a text message to come downstairs and I'm like hey, we've lost something somewhere along the lines we've lost something
2: yeah i remember that time i was watching uh it was just a clip of russell brand he was on like msnbc and and you can see he's he's a very good communicator he has excellent manners and the way they were talking it was like i'm like they were like pod people they had no ability to communicate these are journalists you know um but meanwhile he's communicating they're they're not using his name they're being super rude it's just like I don't think they were being deliberately rude they just didn't know how to talk to another human being it was
1: bizarre right I'm listening to you my man I'm trying to go through the uh, chat here real quick and catch up on it because I saw somebody asked me to delete one of theirs but I'm looking for the one I'm supposed to be deleting I don't see it. We'll just continue. Sorry.
2: You multitask very well. I was, I was watching you do that. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do that. Well, <laughs> I'll it.
1: I, there's a lot going on. but and, I, and I'll show you all of it, man. If you could see just the level of shit that's like, I've got the chat bar pulled up over here. I've got... My laptop but my laptop's running to a second tv like a second monitor through the hdmi mm-hmm. which i highly recommend because
2: yeah i got a couple monitors here
1: great great that's gonna come in handy because right now i've got like i said chats over here and then i've got the this that shows me what's being broadcast out and then i've mm, got okay. my other monitor is for like browsers and stuff stuff and i can pull yep. us into like the net feature if i want to where i'm sharing tabs and
2: See, that's what I want to do, yeah, because some of the stuff I want to do, I want to be able to pull up articles and kind of almost uh, almost Alex Jonesy, you know how he does those kind of those little rants he does, you know, and do stuff like that and kind of do a lot of commentary and stuff, you know, there's a lot going
1: on out there. Well, you want to watch a video? Yeah. Okay, yeah, if you feel up to it, man, I got, a, I got one here I was going to get into the middle of about teen pregnancy and stuff like that just for Let's kids. And I'll bring you down here. If you want me to pause it, man, just say pause and I'll try to uh hit the old pausey sit. button for you so you can add some commentary also.
2: Let's sit. take a look. Let me find i um, a... will switch over to YouTube real quick.
1: Now if you watch it on uh, if you watch me on YouTube, you know you'll have a delay than from right. what you're seeing from you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, so I'll just switch over.
1: Oh, that's right. You can't see. Oh, that's shit. That's uh
2: yeah, yeah, I was noticing that. Damn,
1: I just put that two and two together. You can't see my screen of the – let me see if I can edit something here on Collab Cam to where you can see my desktop because that is – Yeah, I saw a, your
2: setup, and it's. I've been following you. So I, the first time I saw you, you did like uh, like an all-day. You were just doing streams like the whole day. That was the first time. I, but I've watched your place. So you've You've kind of built out the setup and everything. It's like it's looking good.
1: Oh, is planning freedom back? Did Aaron come back also? Kinda has been coming and going. Oh, okay. I see. It's just it's a setup oh, thing. I'll bring it up in here. Yeah, since you can't see, that's the only thing is uh, you want to be mm-hmm. able to interact with more than one person on the video, but you would be seeing the video like five to ten seconds later. Before, yeah. Right. Then then what we were actually reacting to. I'll come yeah. up with a workaround for that. i figure or, it out. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, I'll bring him back in, at least on here for when he comes on. Mm, yeah, it looks like he's on now. That's you. Let's see. Where's Aaron at? There's Aaron. He can be in that spot there. I think.
2: Let's see. And yeah, there's so much, uh, you, you never run out of content. You know, there's so much to, to, you know, kind of react to. There's so many you new know, news stories. It's just endless, you know,
1: mm-hmm. I'm listening to you, my brother, the, the news stories. Like that's the good part of it is, uh, you'll never run out of content. Like there'll be content yeah. forever. Yeah. All right. So let's see if we can put him. There he is. There we go. Aaron, what's up, buddy? Hey. Can you hear Sigma? I can hear b-
4: both of you. Well, here we go. Go ahead. Yeah, I can hear you both.
1: Okay. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, yeah, Rusty also rents out a lot of properties and stuff like that. He's been doing uh, property rentals for a long time. I know you're just kind of now getting into it a little bit.
4: Yeah, I saw I said that in the comments and stuff. I was like, we need to talk, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. he would be a good person if you were, you know, to, to pick somebody's ear. He's definitely a He's knowledgeable, shall we say.
4: Yeah, I wanna see where he's uh where he's going, where he's mentally at, you know what I mean?
1: He man, he's got it he's got it set up, man. I mean, I, I have to say from talking to him over the all this time and all the many times we've talked money and his you know, that kind of stuff, like he's got stuff he's living off of his rentals every every month, and everything else goes into, you know, the untouchable accounts. You know what I mean? There's, you've got your investment accounts and then you're, you know, all that gets locked up and he lives off just the rentals. So that's a good thing. Sounds like he's got a yep. pretty Living good place. Yeah. Living the dream. So, exactly. Yep. Somebody
4: said if you could get four rentals, you can retire off of that. I've heard that. Yep.
1: I wonder if that's true. I don't know. I I'm, That would be a good question for Rusty. If, if Rusty were here. I see him in the chat I mean, over there, but that is a good question. I wanted Rusty put it in the chat if you don't want to get on live and just say, "Can you? What if if you had four good rentals? I mean, I guess it would depend on the monetary amount and what you had in them. Paid right? for? Oh, paid, paid for, for yeah, Fully paid for you? Yeah. I would live you in know. one of them, right? I mean, wouldn't you live in one and rent the other three out to to keep your That's, cost of living down?
4: If you figure the average apartment rent for like a two bedroom, or even let's let's just say even a house, I mean, let's just say fifteen hundred bucks a month. let
2: fifteen hundred, yeah. Fifteen
4: hundred for those, you're I mean, you're six grand a month. You know, that's seventy grand a year.
5: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: You know, that's good money.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you. But
4: can... obviously, you got more expenses and stuff like that too. You got to pay the yeah. rent. Right? You got to pay the guy. Yeah. The loan, you know? Unless you're that guy.
1: I know Rusty yeah. does a lot of his own work, man. Every time I talk to him early in the morning, we'll have a meeting most mornings. Uh he'll call me, you know, and we'll kinda of go over things because he's trying to help help me to get the, the channel to the next level also. So uh he'll always tell me like he's he's going to fix a leak or he's going to fix this or he's going to fix that. <laughs> I asked him, I said, you know, do you do you get somebody to fix that stuff? And he said, Only this stuff I can't do myself. You know? Yeah,
2: that's smart.
4: He's got to stay busy man yeah uh, this this guy was uh 86 years old he's still selling cars he said he said he said when you get my age there's two things you don't want to do he said you don't want to sit down and you don't want to fall down and i was like hey that's some good advice right there you just gotta you gotta stay busy man
2: yeah dude, i'd like to meet that guy bill
4: henderson man Awesome dude He'd be smoking a cigarette like this, walking around, like shuffling around and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) He talked about the, he showed pictures of the smoking the bandit car he had back in the, you know, the the nineties and stuff. And he sold that and got some rental. He, He got off in the rental. See, yeah I,
1: I can't imagine sitting still that would be my biggest thing like I don't know if I could ever get to that age and you see these old guys like we've all seen these old guys that everyone's like no you can't drive anymore you can't do anything and he's like I got to keep doing things I got to I got to do things I got to go here and do that I wouldn't want to lose my independence as a man
4: No even if it's sitting at Hardy's with the other eighty-year-olds in the morning, you know what I mean, and having your coffee and stuff, you're getting out and you're doing stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, and that's good so, enough. The birds. When you know when it, you've it, worked it, your it, whole life, coffee at eighty'd be fine. Hardy's. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Trying to read the. You never
2: slow down. You never grow old, right? That's that uh, Tom Petty song, right? Never slow down. Oh, you never yeah. grow old. That was a good one too, man. That was. I remember hearing that. I was like, "That's so true." He died at like what sixty-seven. That's sad.
1: Yeah, they don't. uh, They don't make much music like that anymore. Nah. Did we lose? uh, Who said? There he is.
4: Who said lot rent kills you? Yeah. I don't know. I guess if you lived in a trailer park and you owned the mobile home. You never totally own the land. You know what I mean?
2: I guess you so. You pay a lot fees, yeah. I learned that from Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, You're I guess yeah. You pay your lot fees. You did pay your lot fees. was the greatest.
1: What was the guy's name on there? The drinking? Leahy. <laughs> oh, Leahy, yeah. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in
2: peace, man. <laughs> Rest in peace, Leahy. He was the best. Man. Oh, that
1: was a classic show, man shit
2: <laughs> is it jules oh, that
1: always had a drink on him
2: julian yeah he always julian, had the little yeah. high. high yep yeah, julian and ricky and bubbles with the glasses oh man what a great <laughs> show i binge watched that thing so many times oh my god oh, <sighs> so How did i freeze up
1: sigma you're still working in sales now right yep awesome do you like yeah. uh what you do like over the phone do you find a lot of Um, fight back from customers.
2: Um, I would say uh, the the first objection is a smokescreen, you know. So the 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 point of the sales process, right, is to kind of eliminate the objection. So what I try to do is you understand why the person's shopping, like what's the, the motivation behind it, and then you want to understand kind of specifically not what they're shopping for, but what they're hoping that thing is going to do for them. And then what you do is it's like an emotional roller coaster, right? So you start out with a kind of a, a low level of enthusiasm a low level of certainty but when you have a lot of confidence when you build that rapport um, you start building this emotional roller coaster and as you ask your discovery questions you um, you, you kind of uncover that sort of that emotional trigger I was compared to like if you were trying to sell a watch you know if I was trying to sell the two of you like a Rolex watch um, I'd have to know what it is you value and what you hope that watch is going to do for you so so I'm going to uncover that and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to you know not just build value. see Amateur salespeople, like my, my old coach used to call it JV, JV salespeople, they sell based on value. That doesn't sell. You sell off separation. You say, this is what other products do. Ours does that, but it also does this. And, and when you do it right, the this is that emotional trigger, that thing you hope that thing's going to do for you, convince them that they're going to do it hit them with price and say that'll work for you right and uh, they say no you you why doesn't that work for you and then they'll say oh this other product's cheaper yeah i understand it's cheaper but remember what we talked about earlier you know that other product's only going to do this ours is going to do that but it's also going to do this that that thing that you need it to do and people have a very hard time saying no to me and, and my, my calls are quick i sell big package deals
1: are you, um, is it leads based or are you cold calling or is it? Well,
2: I do both. Oh, okay. So I,
1: I do um, warm leads kind of
2: come in and then um, we, we do follow ups. There's a lot of golden follow ups because um, not all salespeople are equal, you know. So, you know, basically if a person doesn't close a lead, um, <clears> we just get a big list of, of unclosed leads. You know, And I just pound those 100, 200, 300 uh, calls a day and probably take about 20 on the inbound and then. You know, I close, you know, that's, seven to 10 a day.
1: That's fantastic, man. I did financial wow. services for a company at one point, a big major phone company. And, uh, yeah. you know, by the time when they were waking up in the morning to call their girlfriend or whoever, their phone was coming to me. And I had to tell yep. them, yeah, your nice. phone's off. We got to go ahead and make this payment. So my, <laughs> mine was a little bit more brute force. That was my, hot. Uh, leaves. Those
2: leads were hot. <laughs> yeah. They
1: really want to talk to me about making that payment.
2: So, yeah. So, i always preferred oh i was gonna say i always preferred to sell products that are more of like either like a luxury or a, more yeah. of a need based instead of something that they have to have because right. those are really a combative sale sales is all about fun having a good time developing that connection at the end of a lot of my sales the person is man that was fun you know And it's just yeah. that's what it's all about you know making a connection i always have a joke for every day of the week you know whatever day it is if it's monday you know, I'll say you know how are you doing today the fine how are you and i'll say well you know it's monday and i'm hanging in there and i have a little corny jokes boy it's like butter and it just butters them right up <laughs> i love it sales is fun it's it's uh he knows you know when you close a sale man that is a drug that just nothing else satisfies. oh yeah it it's really a hit. And then yep. the, you know that you hate commission it, is coming. You can't get away from it. Yep. You I hate did, it. You're like, I don't
1: want to do this anymore. Then I did you, you ADT for a while and, you know, upselling alarm stuff. But I mean, man. Oh, yeah. Extra okay. sensor, you might make 20 bucks selling one extra sensor and they might need 10 extra sensors. And I mean, God, I, I remember yeah. that it was a good day. Yeah. So, Aaron, what's your next move, man? What are you working on next? Like, what are you doing now that's your main focus? I mean, I know you've got the rentals happening. Are you still working another job job on the side or are you? Was your
4: no, I, I was uh, over the over the holidays and stuff like that. I was I got back into working for Blue Green over here at the beach and stuff uh, over at that pro, selling vacations. Basically, I'm, I'm gonna nice. give you, a, I'm gonna basically give you a free vacation, and you gotta do a timeshare tour when you get out there. So I had to convince people to do that you know, and it's like, uh, for
2: money. Yeah, and yeah,
4: but here's the thing: it's like, I mean, I've always said it, you know, especially. When there's a Democrat in office, there's no better job than giving money to people. And that's mm-hmm. basically what I did. And, uh, you know, I was like, I'm giving people money to go do timeshare tours. This way, though, I'm selling them a vacation. You know, you pay $199 for the vacation. You get three days and four nights. And then you get all that money back in Bass Pro gift cards. You just got to mm-hmm. do it forward.
2: So it's great. I mean, it's,
4: it was great. So anyways. I bet, I the,
2: actual, sort of I bet the, the actual tour guys, of it, they're making banks. Well, when they make it, when they do a close.
4: Um, I mean, the last one that I did, they were, they were asking like 40, 50 grand for the bottom package, you know, to basically give you a week or two weeks a year, um,
2: $50,000.
4: Yeah. And then that's not to mention the maintenance fees and insurance on these things are, you know, they're, they're three to $700 a month, depending on how much you buy. So that insurance and maintenance fees is like you own a condo. You never stop paying that. Right, so you will yeah. always pay that money. You will always pay insurance and maintenance. Right. the The funny thing is, it's like if you just add up the insurance and maintenance, that's more than what most people spend on a vacation throughout the year. At least a normal family with kids. Sure. Not to mention the mortgage. I'm like, you guys are all tripping. You know, I did a tour. I was like, you're obviously catering to a group of people that are fading out, man. I said, you know, because everybody my generation. I mean, we're lucky to go on vacation at all, you know,
2: Yeah. Just for you know, vacation. I haven't taken a vacation in a year. Like I take three day weekends. That's all I do. That's yeah. All I sit at, I at home, you know? <laughs> you
4: know, sit at it's home.
5: Okay.
4: But, but yes, what, what my next plan is right now. It's like, uh, I see a, I see a lot of things that's coming and it's kind of motivating me to try to. How would I say it? Uh, Cover my bases as much as possible. You know what I mean? It's like, if there's things that I could set up now to make things easier for me and my family later on, like IE getting a hold of cheap property or, you know, planting more fruit trees or, you know, setting up more cabins and stuff like that, or just anything I can do to stay busy right now. I got a really good deal on that land in North Carolina and I'm in the process of of starting one of the, the first and only citrus groves in the state of North Carolina, cold, hardy citrus. So it's a, it's a big venture on my end because you know, a lot of the the stuff I've, I've learned over the past couple of years, I'm putting it all together. I'm connecting with a lot of my friends to get a lot of the different um you know fruit trees to go out there and stuff like that. A lot of it's stuff that nobody's ever heard of.
1: Well, that's right? that's why I was going to, not to interrupt you there, but I mean, that's my biggest yeah. concern. I mean, there's a reason this hasn't been done. Obviously, many of the ones I guess you would be talking about would be more of the Asian varieties. Is that, I mean, I'm not 100% familiar, but I mean, I know most citruses don't like well, that, it, that temperature.
4: Yeah, citrus originally came from tropical Asia. And... You know, we've been breeding it and crossbreeding it, but, you know, the citrus industry has always been in Florida and California and in, in the tropics. A hundred years ago, the USDA did this big 30, 40 year study of how to extend mm-hmm. the citrus growing regions from Florida into, into all the way up into Virginia. They're like, wow. if, we, if we can make so much money as a country taxing this stuff, we've got, a, we've, got, we've got an economy in these states. If we can spread that up into northern states by creating new cold hardy varieties... We're, we're we're taking the poor south where people are growing cotton and just barely getting by and now we're creating new industry so it started in the late 1800s and ended in world war ii and it was it was about 40 years but the the varieties that were developed by that time by dr swingle and dr Herb, uh, herbert are now the foundation for every entire citrus grove you know in the country these varieties that they came up with are now the root stock, the cold hardy, you know, disease resistant roots that they graft all of your oranges onto, all of your mandarins. Every orange juice or citrus that you've ever eaten in your lifetime was grown on root stock that was developed by these guys 100 years ago. So, so what I'm planning on doing is taking everything that they've built on And what everybody has done since then you know you've got people you got men that have dedicated their entire lives to you know developing these different you know cold hardy mandarins cold hardy lemons cold hardy limes tangerines but you're you're not gonna see a a, you're not gonna see sunkist going up into uh virginia and planting a citrus grove they're gonna leave that up to the small yeah you know the, the small farmers are the ones that plant their flags you know they're the they're the ones that are, are the the groundbreakers in a new frontier. You know what I mean? They'll, as soon as they got a big industry going and a bunch of small farmers and, you know, if I can get everybody in the South that drinks sweet tea, they have one of my Carolina limes or Carolina lemons in their sweet tea. I'd be great. And then Sunkist will come in and want to buy everything.
2: Oh, of course oh, yeah. you go cash out. That's a bro down, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, at, at that point, you know what I mean? It's like, I, who, who the hell knows you create an, 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 an industry.
1: Yeah.
4: But I, th- I think right now I think I would benefit and areas would benefit, you know, with all of the crap that's coming out there right now. If, if there was these varieties of citrus that were more readily available and there was more stupid people like me jumping off a cliff, taking a risk, you know what I mean? And doing this, that I can sell them fruit trees. I can sell them fruit. I, I, there's only a few people that I know that are doing this. So I'm taking everything that they're doing and trying to multiply that. And I'm hoping by what, what I'm doing in my presence on YouTube, other people will will take that and maybe take it to the next step. You know, I already got a buddy of mine in Virginia. That's wanting to, to get some of the trees and stuff to, he said, I need to know what works for my area. And he's like, and I'll be the Northern part of, you know, he's like, of the range. He's like, I'm right on the border of North Carolina and Virginia.
5: And so you know, it's it, been,
4: I've, I've been obsessed over this stuff for years. You can see my videos back in 10 years ago. Was like,
1: I do remember a bunch oh, yeah. of good citrus videos. Now you, you do own property in Florida, don't you?
4: Yeah. 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 Um, we got, I had a couple lots down there and, um, uh, sold, a, sold a couple bought got them really cheap during the pandemic when everybody thought they were going to die, you know? And uh, there was this lady, she had a piece of property for sale for like almost a year. I think it was just over a year. And uh, she wanted she wanted she wanted what it was worth, right? But it was during lockdown. Everybody was locked down across the country. We we're like, all right, we're gonna skip down, we're gonna yeah, everything's locked down, school's locked down, everything. It's like, hey, let's go hang out in Florida for a little bit. We get down there, nobody's wearing masks, everything's normal, business is mm-hmm. usual. I see these Florida's different promised land. And I was like, man, it's this area that I really like. And uh, so I, I asked the, the real estate agent about it. And um, he said, yeah, she lives up north. And she's in, I said, here. I said, offer her this. Offer her this. And he's like, there's no way she's going to take it. I said, I didn't ask you what your opinion was. I said, I said everybody thinks they're going to die right now anyways. So he calls me back and she took it. So I got a really, really good deal on some land you know, during the, the pandemic. Because nobody knew what the hell was going on. No, you yeah. had something for sale for five or six months during that time, and then that crap hit. You know, what I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, so that's true. So I, I flipped a lot of those lots down there over the last couple of years, but I got a house down there that we uh, we have on Airbnb. But citrus is weird down there in Florida. Yeah. You've got citrus painting disease that's completely taken out the entire citrus industry. I mean, I could talk about
2: really? that
4: hours. Oh yeah, yeah, so, dude, it's bad. I thought it was a conspiracy until I seen it myself firsthand, man. I thought it was. I thought it was the citrus company's grip on the state of Florida that were making everybody cut down their, their orange trees in their yard. There's right. this disease, greening disease, you know, and everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? So the only people that had to cut their trees down were, were private owners. The citrus grows still kept their trees. They've got thick trees now that they're still, that they're, when you get your orange juice, they mix tangerines and mandarins in with it because it, that the quality's not not, the, the, the sugar content's not there. The tree can't, uh, absorb nutrients like it used to and the fruit ri- ripens only half of it the top half ripens the other half still green so your your oranges that are supposed to be a, at a brick set like 13 or down to like six or seven so they got to actually add tangerine and mandarin orange juice into it yeah really? yeah so if you want good normal orange juice you got to get sun-kissed. Uh, i hate to say it but you know this happened over the last couple of years um but that's California, that's California citrus, that's California oranges. But yeah, what's happening with the greening disease is completely decimating it. And I went to this traditional place that I've seen in videos. I've seen these rolling hills in central Florida. Look like you're in Tennessee where there's these rolling hills of orange groves and there's lakes down in the middle of them. And there's like the citrus tower. It's right in the, just north of Orlando. We went down there, there's no more citrus trees. And if there are, they're growing in these empty fields that there's just one straggly tree that's still growing, but it's sprawling neighborhoods now. And these little lakes now are all dried up mud pits now. And I mean, I've talked to people about it and stuff like that. I mean, if you are a grower that inherited it from your great granddad and you're, you know, you're being wiped out by greening disease, you're heavily regulated by the state. It's one of the hugest, biggest industries in the state. You know, you're only the only way you can even make any money or even pay the taxes is by selling it. You know? So, it's so sucks. let's say that
5: it's,
1: let's yeah. say that you everything is a, a success and everything takes according to plan in North Carolina. Would you have a big enough buffer to keep your crop safe from the disease?
4: Yes. But here's the kicker, though. OK. Because these trifoliate hybrids, these, these varieties that these guys created 100 years ago are resistant to greening disease. Nice. Now, The reason why they have these varieties already that are resistant, but the reason why they can't start growing them, that they have to start crossing all these different ways back to see what works is because in order to call orange juice, orange juice, or to call an orange an orange, it has to legally be a percentage of both pomelo and mandarin. That's what makes an orange is a cross between a pomelo or grapefruit and a tangerine or mandarin. You have your big navel oranges, your, your juicing oranges, your hamlins, and stuff like that. So I think it's around like 70 or 80%. So they could have fixed this a long time ago with these varieties, but because the state of Florida regulates it so heavily, they can't. So instead, they use these resistant varieties, even more resistant trifoliate hybrids, like what I'm going to be growing, as rootstock. So they're planting. As these trees die, they're they're getting these super resistant varieties, and they're 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 grafting their their shit old oranges on top of them, you know, because they can't they, their hands are tight. They can only mm-hmm. do so much on these new varieties of roots, hoping that it'll give them some resistance. And <clears throat> moderate, you know, you should be growing the stuff you're graft. Just why even graft it? Just get everybody used to some bitter orange juice for a little bit. Be like, yeah. look, man, add sugar. You know what I mean? Right. I ain't selling my growth, you know what yeah, I mean? It's man, like, you're going to sure. deal with this, you know, when life gives you lemons, you know what I mean? It's like, if your oranges don't grow, plant some of these cold hardy lemons they are sour as hell. People, you know, it's a lemon's a lemon, you know, it's, so that's the majority of what we're going to be growing is like limes and lemons.
1: That's great, man. Yeah, that's, I think that's fantastic. Like that. I, uh, I, can talk this, I can talk about it for hours. Sometimes <laughs> you know, when you, you know, when you get it all set up and everything, if you ever start, live streaming and whatnot, I'll come on and talk plants with you all the time. I know there's people tuning into my channel right now that it's like, what the fuck is good? They haven't <laughs> mentioned the 304 in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, you're good, man, because I'm right there with you. I could sit and listen to this forever. I grew up in Fort Lauderdale. I'm like I'm I'm citrus and I'm right there with you. I've eaten everything out of everybody's yard. I mean yep. it, yeah. it's um Not to mention, you know my love for plants. So, uh, yeah, well, I'll have to come on and chit-chat with you sometime about that kind of stuff so we can kind of cover some of that. So, assuming that, um, what does that look like? I mean, is this going to be something that you have to graft and do a lot of grafting work, or is this something that can Mm -hmm. be done from seed?
4: You can do it from seed. And here's the thing. I mean, I freaked out 10 years ago when I saw people growing oranges in South Carolina. I was like, I thought this was unheard of. You know, and the fact that you can grow them all the way up into Wilmington, North Carolina, Satsuma mandarins, the ones that they sell at the grocery store that they charge more. You know what I mean? It's like premium stuff, you know, not not the garbage stuff. You know what I mean? And It's like so that just that just opened up my eyes right there. I was like, well, tell me about all these different varieties. It's like I need to learn more. And It's just I caught the bug, you know,
1: I watched that video uh, you did with um, the uh, older gentleman where he was showing you. I think it was a Japanese lime and a couple other really nice. Types of citrus and man, when he cut into that lime and just juice everywhere, like I've oh never gosh. seen a fruit that you know it looked like it was under pressure almost.
4: Yeah, and the one that that Carolina lime you can grow that all the way up into like Maryland. Oh, wow, you really? Know? And if people only knew this, but he's like one, well, he's the here's the thing that that guy you he want, he's the only one that has that tree. He got that tree from some guy in Germany and um, he's. He's older now, but he tries, like, I got a couple of them from him. I'm trying to get, you know, but I mean, we're talking about stuff that's so rare that one guy has one tree and you're trying as hard as you can to get as many from him as you can and multiply it and share it with your friends and stuff.
1: Not to mention in in today's world, you can't just bring a tree over from Germany. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you know, something like that. Food. The agricultural department would never allow that cross. What do they call it? Cross species or cross contamination species or something like that. But you can't yeah. just bring in all kinds of other species for the the expressed point of uh, growing them in mass here.
4: I I feel like it's going to take somebody planting a field of stuff in North Carolina and people driving by and seeing it and walking around in it and yeah. eating it yeah. and being like, what the you know, what are we doing? You know what I mean? It's like at that yeah. point, it's like, like I said, I think if I could corner the the lemon in the tea market, you know, everybody drinks sweet tea and they got to have a lemon in there. Okay. If it could be one of these Carolina lemons, you know what I mean? It's like, it ain't Southern sweet tea without a Carolina lemon. You know what I mean? There's, a, yeah. I'm There's just thinking, tea. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: A good lemon, man. Cause I mean, that's, that's one of those things where, yeah, if some of those cold hearty varieties are a little bit more sour, that a good lemon, man, it's gotta be for a good tea
4: oh yeah oh yeah i got i'll have lemons uh limes and um a bunch of sweet oranges also growing out there too i got a bunch already planted out there and i'm trying to get as much content as i can right now like today we got frost coming next couple nights and i'm freaking out because i got a bunch of stuff in the ground that's already leafing out but it's just like a minor frost it's like 60 degrees and sunny during the day but 31 at night i'm like How am I going to do this? I've got I'm like, do I buy buckets? Do I buy garbage cans? Do I wrap plastic over it? Do I do what everybody does with this stuff? So I'm walking around Walmart and I see them unpacking everything. Right. And I see these shopping carts full of boxes. And I'm like, I got my kid carrying around like 15 buckets with me. I'm like, why don't I just cover them up with these damn boxes? I'm like, they're free. So we filled our shopping cart with a bunch of these tall boxes that would fit over these trees. And that's what me and the little
2: guy did all day today. Nice, so we, nice.
4: We went and covered that everything. Provides,
2: up. Adapt and overcome. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, so I cut my costs down drastically. You know, everyone's looking at me, all the employees are looking at me like this. I'm like,
1: She said I could have
4: it, you know. Yeah. Well,
1: hell yeah, yeah, man. I hope that provides enough protection, brother.
4: I hope so. I think they're right. they're tough. I mean, they've been taking it in the 40s at night. If I could just keep a little bit of frost off them. It'll be 50-60 during the day. So. Yep. Yeah. They're tough. They're tough to, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. They can they're tough as nails.
1: Well, guys, I'm going to uh I'm going to jump this stream back just for the sake of the one or two people that actually asked and wanted to see the video. I'm going to jump back and um, yeah. play this video for these guys. And get this show back in that mode. But both of you have my phone number. Both of you call me. Get in touch with me. Send me a text or whatever. And uh, Aaron, yeah, I want to come on your channel sometime. We'll do a stream. And obviously, have you back here. And we can really talk about anything. But I figure since we've killed a good hour talking about all of whatever the three of us... Uh, yeah. well, I've got 27 other people that want me to continue the show. So yep. I'm going to do All that, right, boys. But thank y'all so much. It's so good to see both of you. And uh, Sigma, do get in touch with me so we can go over. Um, you know, if you have questions about the dust. I do. Version. Yeah, I will. All right, I will. Yep. We'll All see right, you, both. guys. Thanks for having me, bud. Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Hell yeah, guys! So good to see everybody. I gotta tell you, out of all the friendships I've made here online on YouTube, it's amazing to see some of these guys. And I gotta tell you guys, I don't want to fanboy out too hard, but you know when the guy that like gets you inspired to make YouTube videos shows up in one of your stream and comes on the camera and talks to you, what a great feeling! Is there a better feeling? What a cool thing! Anyways, good to see everybody. Kush is in the building. Good to see you, sir. Let's get it going, guys. Here is the video I promised you. This is the one we got for tonight on teen moms. What we were discussing tonight was, ironically, do mothers love their kids? They love their children. Do they do what's best for the children at all times? Typically. Also, do you think that teen moms should be lifted up to the strata of society that they are? I'm not suggesting that we burn them at the stake or that we run around, you know, shaming them literally. But should we be, I don't know, should they be glorified the way they are as if it's a great thing for the children's sake? I'm not suggesting that it's a, you know, we should tell them they're awful hoes. I mean, obviously, clearly, I mean, look, everybody does what they do. I'm no better at that age, but... Is it the best thing for the children? That You know, the future of the world? Remember guys, the future of all of us human beings? You, me, your grandmother, your, your friend Susan? <clears throat> all of our future is dependent on the children.
3: I got pregnant at 13. We found out we were pregnant when we were 15.
2: I'm 16 years old and I'm a mother of two. We are teen parents.
3: People are definitely shocked. Yeah. (laughs) You're never going back to normal. People would say, you're ruining your life. Somebody even messaged me saying, I hope you guys die in labor. There's so much hate that goes around oftentimes.
1: I really doubt someone messaged this girl and said, I hope you all die just because she got pregnant. That sounds like something a child makes up when they're like telling on someone that didn't really do something. Come on, guys. I hope you all die. That's a little bit much.
3: I get a lot of people say that I'm too young to be a good
1: mom. Young. Well, I mean, you know, it's you're too woman to be a good mom, quite frankly. But that's you know what? Let's just continue.
4: Children, they don't understand how
3: much work it is. I don't think age matters. I think you can be a good mom if you're going to be a good mom. I have the same capacity to parent as
1: anybody. Hey, that baby was a different color than the mother. That's weird.
3: Beyond this world. When they see us.
1: Tyrone. Tyrone, you watching you in here? Sometimes Tyrone's in here watching us.
3: Succeeding, they're just jealous. Even though I'm young, I'm gonna be the best mom they've ever seen. I need a ditty Okay, let me help you. We're gonna have to take it off in a minute, you know that, right? There you go. (laughs) This is Everly, she is three years old. She's-
1: Already learning to put on a bunch of makeup. That's a shame. Boy, that's a shame. I mean, at three years old, should your child be learning to not embrace who they are as a human being? Remember how the women are all strong and they're all super duper important and self-important and they're all strong and independent and they don't need no man. Remember all that stuff, guys? Why is it at three years old their children are seeing them do this? Like, you know, like you have to ask yourself, why is it you can't just be yourself Even the three-year-old is like, oh, I got to put all this shit on my face so people will like me. I got to paint my face up like a clown so that everyone likes me. I mean, obviously the child's having fun. I don't want to shit on the child's good time, but makeup isn't good in the long run for a person's self-esteem and it's not good for the face and your skin does not breathe better with makeup on it. All you women that are like, I do this, and I put a flower up my ass, and I rub my face with an elm leaf every night, and then I rub... No, no, no. All this shit you're putting on your face and the makeup, that's the problem. That's why you're starting to uh, age, and you look like a, uh, you know, just lizard by the time you're 35, 40 years old, ladies. Ladies, ladies, you're looking a little bit old. Because you cover your face with all this shit for 20 or 30 years, and you're like, I don't get it, why do I look like I'm 60? Because your face hasn't had fresh air ever. Ever. That's the problem.
3: My little girl, and we're super close. Let me spray some of this.
1: Make your and hair- here, you have some chemicals. Here's some Procter and Gamble on your head. Squirt, squirt, squirt. This can't hurt you. Here, soak this into your brain, you dummy. Yeah, maybe we don't cover our kids in hairspray, huh? Maybe we don't do that.
3: A little bit softer. She is so mature and so sassy.
1: Oh yeah, she's so mature. Hell, she could almost have a baby of her own.
3: I'd always look down on teen moms if I'm being completely honest. and
1: Yeah, for good reason.
3: I think that was just from a lack of knowing what it's really like. because
1: Right, there's the cope. Oh, now that I am a teen mom, it's totally hippity-hoppity. It's totally cool to be a teen mom now.
3: Whenever you see the media surrounding teen moms, you see like the shows on MTV, like the teen mom show, and it's just really negative and it shows a lot of drama. When I actually got pregnant, I was so scared for the reaction people were gonna get. And I did get a lot of negative reactions, a lot of hate.
1: Yeah, I bet your dad wasn't thrilled.
3: Everybody had something to say and they didn't hold back. I had people send me the address to abortion clinics when I was about seven months pregnant in gym class they were
1: like "Look, okay guys let's just stop for a second and pause this why are you wearing horror outfits if you're pregnant look i get the pregnant and i get the belly being out when you're pregnant i get it uh, that part i understand why fishnets that are all torn up and hoary at whatever age she said she was why that why whore fish fishnets also women just just Fill us men in. Why are you dressing like whores? I understand wanting to show a little skin and all that stuff, and that was all kind of, you know, kind of cute and whatnot, but why are you, why are the whore look? Why are you whoring it up? With
3: balls in their t-shirts and be like, Hi, I'm Maddie Lambert. I'm a teen mom. Somebody even messaged me saying, I hope you guys die in labor.
1: Nah, I doubt that. I- Nobody does that, guys. Nobody, not many people would do that. Maybe one of her friends or another child or something, but... This is not something that's, you know, very likely to happen.
3: That, and I shifted it. I said, this is making my life. The hate made me want...
1: I can see, you know, I can see, like, uh, well... To do
3: better. It made me want to show them that I'm going to be the best mom ever. Even though I'm young, I'm going to be the best mom they've ever seen. All right. Let's put this up. Do you want to go pick out an outfit? Everly didn't only...
1: Yeah, when the camera's on, this child gets a lot of uh, attention, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that when the camera's on and everything, I'm sure this is all... This kid's probably like, hey, my mom's actually paying attention to me.
3: Changed my life, but she saved my life. I struggled with depression before. I had a...
1: Depression. Oh, boy. Oh, depression. Looks like she struggled with a little depression
3: side attempt when i was 13 before i got pregnant with everly you want to wear this one yeah i was having trouble finding my place on this earth and
1: wow this is the weirdest shit guys i mean women do this they're like i can't find who i am and i'm having trouble finding my place and men are like i wish the world would slow down a minute we don't you know like we're they live in this sheltered world where they have the freedom of being like oh I'm gonna wander and stumble through life and I don't know who I am and I don't know what's going on and what's a woman and men never get the chance to even slow down. Every once you get out of high school as a man you start working, man, you don't ever slow down again. Women are like, oh, la-ti-da.
3: Why I was here. When I found out that I was pregnant with her, it gave me a reason to fight. But if you're depressed please don't go get pregnant like go outside get some fresh air.
1: (laughs) yeah don't take uh guys don't take any advice from the teen mom is i guess what she's saying in case any of you missed it i think she was saying maybe she's not the best person to take advice from maybe
3: hey for everlies it's maddie and everly when everly was about four months old (laughs) i decided on a whim okay we look cute today you know what
1: Oh, so she made a social media. Okay. I'm
3: going to go film a YouTube video. Oh. Today, I'm going to be
1: talking about um, how I found out. What a great mom, you know, rather than like, spending time with the child and like taking care of the child, she's uh, YouTubing with the child. Also, as a YouTuber, you wouldn't want to put your child on YouTube. You know what I mean? It's not, not very much. Maybe a little bit. I mean, but statistically, that's probably not a good idea.
3: I was pregnant. My first video I ever posted ended up going viral. I just didn't know it was-
1: Of course it did. You're a girl and you are got a baby, so you've got grandmamas watching, you got young guys watching that are like, Hey, it's a female. <clears throat> yeah, of course it went viral. Over here, we struggled to get 30 people in the live stream, but of course. Yeah, you're viral. I hear you. It's
3: going to happen, you know, because I was pregnant at 14.
1: Society, why do you do this? Like, why? Why is this part of society?
3: Today, I am going to be filming a video for my YouTube channel.
1: Why don't you film a video in the gym? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you go to the gym and film some videos?
3: With Everly's dad, Isaac, my ex-boyfriend. I'm quite nervous, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. We're gonna discuss co-parenting and how we've kind of...
1: Yeah, he looks like he's going to be a good (sighs) co-parent. This poor child, man. I mean...
3: Um, Made it work through the good, the bad, and the ugly.
1: Yeah. Everly! Man, killer threads, dude. Is that a tie-dyed hoodie? Whoa, man. You pockets and you jeans are all torn up, bro. You're like fucking cool, man. Come here. Get a vehicle. Anyways, that's enough of that. I don't even want to watch people with their kids anymore. Just good luck to you. Have fun raising them. They're your kids. Take care of them. Pay attention to them before they grow up and rob all of us, please. I don't want your kids to grow up and have a hard time. Please take care of them and nourish them and nurture them. Give them some love. Give them some tough love. Please, guys, please teach your kids. Tell them when they're being a burden on society or, you know, being disruptive to people around them. This is an important lesson that not enough parents teach their children. Sometimes you're a bastard to the other humans around us that aren't related to you. Like... Parents have this thing in us that makes us want to see our children as cute and adorable. Just know that when it's someone else's children, that thing doesn't exist. And we look at your child and we're like, this is annoying. Not good. Not good. Good to see everybody tonight. Let's see here. I'm not sure what he does for a living bullets, but I imagine it doesn't uh, pay it well enough to take care of the... Baby. However, she went viral on YouTube when her first video bullets, so she'll probably be just fine monetarily. I'm sure that she paid for that house of hers because she was 14 and had a baby. And think about what that says to other 14-year-olds or whatever, 15-year-olds. She was like, I'll just have, get on YouTube. And my first video went viral, and I had a baby, and I was, well... I mean, you know, this is the world that we live in. Every time I think about it, I'm just, it makes me kind of... You can't process that kind of emotion, guys. It's just unbelievable that we we encourage this. You know, we tell them when they're young, yeah, girl, you look great, go out there. Their moms will hoe them up. Their moms will hide stuff from dad when the mom knows she's been out here in these streets she won't even say anything about it yeah it's a damn shame it is a damn shame rusty rivers wanted me to run over some strags earlier and i never did rusty this is for you to rusty rivers thanks for all the love and support today rusty when you got into a bidding war or a donation war i guess you'd call it with our man Cal, not superman shout out to you guys you guys are the best i appreciate all the love shout out to coach greg gone with john that's right Thanks for all the love from all of you guys. 26 of you in here. Have any of you hit the like button yet? Any of you hit the like button? Go with John. All right. Make sure y'all getting it. Cubing Speed. We'll see you, buddy. Good to see everybody. Tresner in here. Golly, all you guys came through tonight. Sigma Speaks. Good to talk to you tonight. Planting Freedom. Good to talk to you. Rusty. Good to talk to you. Cush. Great to see you. You streaming tonight, Kush? Put it in the chat if you are, man. Where's everybody going? Where are we sending all the men to after my stream's over? I got to go into work for a little bit tomorrow. And I also need to go make about 10 more shorts before I go to bed. In order to keep this 24 every hour going thing. I'm going to try to do 100 shorts in 100 hours. Instead of going just one every 24 hours, which I I succeeded at. But I'm going to try to do 100 shorts in 100 hours. So I got to go make a bunch more shorts real quick. But thank you guys for coming. It was a pleasure to see everyone. As always, guys, as always, pleasure to see you. Let me find my music here for us. Alright boys, I'm Gun with John. Thanks for coming. Here's some Corpse Lord.
5: Feel like lying when you lie to me. Can't trust a soul,
0: I'm dealing silently, silently. We fall out like leaves on autumn trees. Wish I could be what I ought to be, ought to be focus on the violence I swear I can move and I'ma be the only one to finish what he started. The living legacy and i i come a Hold when I've been inside the gotta watch how I started I'm and I'm a though it's sharp Kissing on my neck, I got to lost in my Tripping on the way she wanna comfort for